0: morning sickness
1: you've been deceived by an agent of satan himself
0: he's evil sitting right here come on no no he's not he's not evil he's just a bit rude
1: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Good morning,
3: everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is the morning sickness, 545. How are you? My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo is here as well. And we're off and running for this glorious day here in the Valley. A lot going on. Well, first and foremost, the uh, shocking news over the weekend to me. Bringing him was in? Was the death of. No, we don't oh, need to. Okay. We don't, right. I mean, we could, but I suppose we can. Right. Richard Mole? No, Richard Mole passed away. Can you believe it? The <laughs> merchant of death, ladies and gentlemen. Jimmy Fallon.
0: Jimmy. Jimmy. God, what Jimmy, what a, Jimmy! What a great big weekend we had. Jay Magic! Deep and fucking there, all right. <laughs> What's up, Brady? How are you, buddy? Good. Good to see you. Great weekend. Hey, Brad. How Jimmy, are you? How you doing, Good man? You Good to see you too. I saw you doing Two Life Crew. I'm It was amazing. I want you on That's My Jam. All right. Come up to That's My Jam and have Brad doing Two Life Crew. It's amazing. This weekend, huge weekend. Night Court fans. We lost Richard Moll. Remember Bull? Oh yeah. man! My God, he was such a huge, fan. part of my life when I was in seventh grade. I remember from that Thursday, it's 8.30. Richard Mole, Night 80, Jimmy. 80 years old. I didn't realize how much time was passed. We're all going (laughs) to (laughs) die. My God, it's crazy. I just hope it never happens to Blake Shelton, because then I won't have any guests for my show. And then the huge news. Pivot. Pivot. Matthew Perry passed away. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. One of our friends, he went swimming, and no one was there for him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh on, yeah. <laughs> I wrote that joke. I wrote that joke. I wrote that joke. Oh my God, that's great. Anyway, so he thought people would be there for him, and no one was there for him. And now he's no longer here. And they did the autopsy, and they say that they don't think it's drowning. And his father is Keith Morrison from Dateline. A lot of people forget that. Oh, I didn't know that. So his own dad's got to do a Dateline That's so going to a happens. year to come oh, out, at least. Anyway, we lost Matthew Perry. Who will be the third? We can only hope that it's Corey Feldman. Okay, see you guys later. (laughs) Tonight on the show. See you, Jimmy. Nate Varganzi back because he hosts Saturday Night Live. A couple other cast members, Bo and Yang, he's going to be on there. We just have Saturday Night Live people. The only people left in the building that really want to be on my show. All right, we'll see you later. Have a great day. Oh, my God, you guys are so much fun. Thanks, Jimmy. No matter what,
4: the guy is up.
3: Well, and it's amazing to absorb that much alcohol and stay that away. Uh, yeah, yeah. How about that though? Matthew Perry getting found unresponsive in his jacuzzi, and then a the, the, bunch of people were just watching that. You know that
4: documentary or about the Diane him.
3: Sawyer interview. Yeah, yeah, I, Diane Sawyer, not, not too up. long ago. Fifty five pills a day, he was taking. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really read up much on it. Not now. I mean, that's what he was saying. That was when he had a problem. Peak, wow. There's no question. You know, in most rational people's minds that if it's not drowning. We're gonna have to find out what was in there because he just died in the hot tub, and if he was already dead and then fell in, or already dead and slunk under, terribly sad though because you know that dude was everything in the '90s. Like, it was Seinfeld, and then Friends, and then Friends drug on and became the biggest thing in the world, and he just couldn't find his way around the drug thing. So I, you know, it's it's pretty obvious what happened. It's so strange how the the TMZ world reacts. To, you know, they, they had drones over his house filming The Coroner. They had uh, heavy lights on uh, his parents pulling into the house to go to his house. TMZ Jeez. beat his parents to the house, which is remarkable when you think about it. And there's Keith Morrison from NBC News. People forget that, uh, oh, well, we had a little issue over at Matthew's house. That dude is his stepfather since he was like four years old. Which is really odd, and I always forget that until I see it, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, Keith Morrison is Matthew Perry's dad." And they have, uh, yeah, so they had those big, strong spotlights on the parents. You feel terrible for them because they got to pull up to that house, and you know the worst news they've ever had in their lives, and there's TMZ's cameras and paparazzi. That just sucks. So that was weird. That's one of those weird ones. We haven't had a weird one like that in a while. But it's kind of like, oh, is anyone human? Yeah, it's it's just so strange, and then and then the memes, oh. immediately. Oh, oh yeah, swimmer, non-swimmer. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing, and at the same time, I'm like, how fast do these people want to climb on these memes and start making them? And there's some. He's one of the fountain. Yeah, we're spitting the water out of scene fountain of, the... yep, of friends. friends, and then uh, Neil Brennan's brother, who's a comedian, is in trouble. Kevin Brennan, he's not a big comedian, but he's a comedian. Just posted. Matthew Perry dies at 54. Ha 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 ha.
1: What's? I have
3: no idea why you would do that. And he's in, you know, he's he's got little to no career. Neil Brennan's a great comedian. He's the co-creator of the Chappelle Show. Uh, They will find out a story. Did he? Neil hates Matthew Perry. do something to him. Neil hates his brother. But yeah, like you gotta, you can't just do that. You gotta back that up. If if he did something to him and you hated him it would still say Matthew Perry dies 54, karma's a bitch. You know, and then you're like, oh, you're curious. Like, wow, well, this guy hates Matthew Perry. But ha, ha, ha. It's like, and so, you know, this is the biggest thing for his career, I'll say that. Nobody even knew Neil Brennan's brother, Kevin, was a comedian. And now it's like, oh, that's the dickhead what did that. So it was weird. That's a strange one where everybody, because I was in a in the makeup chair there for the Night of Singing Dead when the news popped up, and Annie, the makeup, oh, my God. Like, it was... People were shocked. Just completely floored. And then, of course, the text came in. Should we learn the th- friends theme for the Night of the Singing Dead, or is it too soon? Gonna, to yeah. We checked the Rembrandt's. We tried. We, we were like, ah, we we've, we've, we've got a lot on our minds right now. uh That was it. Anyway, so Matthew Perry passes away on the Night of the Singing Dead. We had a blast Friday night. But let's hear it first and foremost for Brett Festley of Two life Crew. Brady, I don't Thank know you. if you know cool. the story of Brett Vesley, Friday night and his life with Two Life Crew because uh, we did a great show Friday. Everybody came out and had a blast. The energy in the room was amazing, and we had so much fun, and uh, we're goofing around. And Brett and I talked during the week. I'm like, you want to do the Two Life Crew one? Yeah, I can do that, and you know, nonchalant, kind of like, yeah, I can do that. I'm I like, got right. this. Ask him a couple times. You got it. Memorize. We're good. I got this. Super confident. I'm like, I can let Brett have this. The guy, the band didn't know you were doing that. Oh, they didn't. Nope, not at all.
1: Oh, I thought they. Nope. I thought they were in on and it. I've been
3: working, and I've been poorly rehearsing that one because I, <laughs> I really didn't ever work on it because I knew you were going to do it, and then I'm like, oh Jesus, I got to do it Saturday, and Brett's not come. That's why I kept saying, skip your event.
1: And <laughs> I would I Saturday. wish I could have.
3: So I kind of, I, I, I mumbled through. I got through. all right, but. Brady came up dressed as Pooh Saturday and helped me out dancing and, and making that more of a, a spectacle. Distraction. Yeah, I got through it. I was surprised. Nothing like what this guy did, though. I mean, no one would have known, had they not seen Friday, that Saturday was much lesser as the two Life crew performance than watching this, uh, you know, rep and Dago. Luther Rucci. <laughs> Luther Rucci is it. So he goes up there and crushes it. Marty, who knows you, yeah. the guitar player, Looks at me with his mouth wide open, just shaking his head as he's playing. Like this guy, Brett's on it. End of the night, I go and talk to Brett. I'm like, you "Couldn't have killed that awesome job." And he, and then Mathiah, your Miss mm. New Booty, says, "Well, he's on the album." I'm like what? Brett
1: is credited with thanks on the Two Life Crew album. Yeah. And you said you'd tell me that Monday. Well, it was it was a case in high school. We had a, we were we were writing a paper and. And, and this was before As Nasty as They Want to Be came out, the big one. Yeah. It was when Move Something came out. And there was there was still, like, uh, there were still guys getting arrested in Florida and stuff for selling the record and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so, like, we had to do – and I can't remember the full start because it's been a, a minute now. But we had to write a, a paper in English or something like that. So I wrote it on kind of, like, censorship type thing because I – you know. Sure. Uh, so I, I sent it into the label just I'm like all right well whatever it was kind of part of the assignment oh, it, you okay. know businesses and you know Got stuff like that give them a heads and, up yeah so like and I never heard anything of it I don't right. even have the paper I just sent the original in I don't you, you don't know. even you didn't even no. make
3: a copy no. you just gave I them your actual homework anything.
1: it was homework it was you know I was like a freshman or something I, like so I was 16 like 16 or 15 years cared. old nobody cared yeah so I just sent it in and then next thing I know you know back in the day when you get an album or a CD or something yeah. you're like looking through the liner notes <laughs> yeah, you're like what the what the hell is that and I I think I I don't know if I can Special thanks there. to yes. ninth grader Brett West. Yes. Well I didn't say ninth grader It's Let me see if I can play <laughs> So he's telling me
3: You know I'm on the album Like yeah, I have no idea age. You're on the album
1: She didn't either Until I told her the other day Why have you kept this pr- secret? I just didn't think about it <laughs> Oh my god like, what?
0: How much How many secrets Does you're he have? You're in the crew about, man No I'm not in the crew pr- <laughs> Oh yeah They were, they were like This Right, he understands us.
1: <laughs> like here, I you can't really see it on the screen because you'd have to really. I'm so hard right it. now. God
0: damn, there's a little Dago out there in Mesa, Arizona, making us write, oh. writing papers, telling the truth. They thought
3: you
1: were media. or I something. I don't know how what they thought of it, and I'm just like, all right. So, like, Did
0: y'all read this kid's. You got to
1: get up on the screen, <laughs> but it's, like it's it's right a+. here. Special thanks to, and I'm like second to last here.
0: There Brett it is. Right behind two Small Next to and Small Patrick Brett
3: Kitchen. <laughs> what? Patty Kitchen. Are you sure it's the same yeah. Brett Vesley? Well, I, how
1: many Brett Vesleys are there? I don't know. But, well, there you go. So they read your homework. Two I guess. Live crew read your I, homework. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how I wound up on that.
0: I read this paper. To, this boy's good. To KD. Yeah. And all the guys at Pirate Radio.
3: <laughs> You're the one, man. We want to dedicate Pop that coochie to you and your 8th grade paper about censorship. Well, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So... You're a good company, Frank Porto. And you didn't know that? They didn't, no. like, write a letter back saying, no hey, this this touched us so much. We're gonna, clue. somehow or another yeah. going to put this up on No clue. That doesn't make any sense at all.
1: And I was a fan back then because they even recorded a live album here. For you? It, no, not for me. <laughs> but they recorded a live album. It was at the Celebrity Theater, and I was there for that, too. But, I mean, <laughs> Hey, yeah. look, I'm Brett. I'm that, Brett. No. We know you.
0: You know what i doing? You know, what you doing here? Hey, yeah, crack a Brett Vesley up here. Did you write any more good papers? <laughs>
4: Well, weren't they – didn't they have to sell their album when it first came out like like a hammer did out of their car? Like oh, a labor wouldn't – they had to do their own label. Like way back yeah. in the day. That's why yeah. he had
1: he had to start his own label because – uh, it, and then wound up getting sued from George Lucas because yeah. he was using the name Luke Skywalker for yeah. the longest time. What
3: did you get on the paper? I As think a B or something. B, B, like, so it was yeah. good. Yeah, C or B, whatever.
1: <laughs> it was a passing grade. That's all I cared about.
3: <laughs> and that's all 2 Life Crew wanted to say. Yeah. Is, thank His
1: you. brother passed. I, I, I have, <laughs> that's what they're saying. I have
3: got to get somebody to contact Luther Campbell <laughs> and have him explain why that that, I have no that had to touch them to a point. I don't know. Uh,
1: they had so much fan mail. Uh, you would think. You check if there's any, well, this uh, is before that album because that was a big album. But still. Yeah. You know, this is before that, but I don't know.
4: Have we don't Googled know. Brett Vesley's? Is there someone in the record? There, there is, to be I, a disapp-
3: I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll, and we'll it, it would hurt you. I don't want you to Google it because if you find out that they have a good friend named Brett yeah, Vestleys, it's going to be yeah, like, it's oh, it's you. No, it's, it's you. you probably a good idea. Because you wrote a paper about a good them, good them and idea. sent it to them. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta, <laughs> What a great story. This is a moment with Brady. I got a lot of questions that you didn't follow <laughs> up on. The second I see my name on liner notes. I had no idea. I didn't pay any attention to
1: it. I thought it was, you know. who's the one that caught it? Did you I did. I was just going through cuz you know back in the day you, read CD, all you, you just, were one of the you uh, check it out. And they're like what the hell? I used to get excited
3: when KUPD was on there. Even when I did, like when I was a kid. Yeah. Like if it was a local station that got the special thanks to KUPD, yeah. went, oh my god, that's just it's so cool to have that close to you like that. But you are I, I And that I, was
4: a big thing for a lot of bands to huge. throw it on there
3: every now and then. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, yeah a lot of you're times on it. They'd say like, "Thanks for radio support across the or country." Or the family. But you get a DJ or something that like Eddie Webb's been on a bunch of them. Eddie used to work yeah. here. Eddie's one of the best people you'll ever know. Oh yeah. And uh, Eddie used to work here a long time ago. And, That's who I started with. Oh, it That's is. That's who okay. I
1: interned with. Like when I first started in radio, that he's one great. of my favorite. Yeah. I don't know
3: him great. all too well. I know him well enough. I, he's one of my favorite people. And Eddie was always in the mix on those people. Like he always got little thanks here and there. From, yeah. Uh, he was the best.
1: Smooth. Yeah. Oh, Eddie, smooth. Yeah. So I mean, that's how I knew the song, but it was like when you said let's do the song and I've oh. you know, I've been listening to it since, you know, eighty nine or ninety when Non-stop. it came out. Non stop. So I'm like, Oh great. And so I knew the song. I'm in the car, you know, singing along, blah yeah. blah blah. I get on stage with you and I'm like lost it all, O-S. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, it, all right. Yeah.
3: It, that's why I have the, the dummy mind. But it was
1: like as soon as I hit the first word, I'm like, yeah. got it. Boom. Yep. Yeah, then, Yeah.
3: and it just rolls back in your head. Yep. There's times where I'm like, I don't know what's going like, on. You're like,
1: Luther's going to kick my ass. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't know Luther. what's going on. When you're singing and stuff on stage, you don't do it normally. Like the right. guys, like uh, the bands who do it all the time, they, they'll they have those moments, and yeah. they just get, you zombie through a couple. There was a Saturday night, I forgot all the words to Fat Life in the Fast Lane, the Eagles song, all of them, forgot all of them. Really?
0: Crowd, the did, crowd kicked in. Didn't have the monitor. No, no,
3: I did it. I know. I was still singing, and I'm like, I don't know where this is coming from. I have no concept of every time I'd stop. I'm like, I have no idea what's next. And then, dun 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 eager for action. I'm like, there it is. Yeah. It's just coming right. out of my face. It just didn't make sense.
1: Because as soon as you hit the, because you did the first verse, yeah. and then you did the first verse, and I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah. here it comes. And that then one, one just... moment
3: where Brett's like going to hand me the mic back, I'm like, are you kidding? No. <laughs> Go get him. Yeah, it was pretty great. And so then, uh, Friday night, dressed up as Tina Turner, four inch heels, walking around the apartment. I, mean, I looked horrible. I look like my sister on a good day. So I'm walking around the apartment. You've been to five proms. I was, it was a horrendously fun costume. Hilarious. So I'm in these heels. I don't, ladies, I don't know how you do it. So I'm walking through. I got toilet paper stuffed in the shoes now. Cause the day before when I wore them, I stretched them out. So now they're too big. I don't know how, I don't know how those shoes work. So we're walking over to, uh, Copper Blues downtown. I go up the stairs, and as you climb stairs and heels, you realize your night's over. Like You get one flight of stairs and heels that big, and I thought, I'm in trouble. Get on the stage and the stairs, and there's wires all over. I'm uneven as hell. I'm shaking because I got one foot on a oh. wire, one foot on the flat ground, and, I, and I'm literally like my legs are quaking because it's standing on your toes. Get through three songs, take the shoes off, finish the night. We had a great time. Uh, everybody at Copper Blues was incredibly fun. We're drunk. We're goofing around. Uh, walking back, I put the heels back on. Right? So we're leaving and it's me dressed as the worst looking Sarah Jessica Parker of all time. And that's saying something. Uh, right behind me is Marty dressed as Bette Midler from Hocus Pocus. Who it looks identical. Like, it's creepy. Uh, our, our guy Ryan is in some night out to this like death kind of, uh, it's really kind of a, a very Game of Thronesy kind of deal he had going Friday. And then uh, 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 Marty's wife. And we're, we're walking out. There's this, this group of frat ASU frat boys, shirts off, bruh. Sh- sitting there,
0: bra, bra, bra,
3: dickheads sitting at the bottom of the stairs, and we're done. You know, group of middle-aged men and uh, one guy's wife walking with us. I don't know if you were with us at that point. Were you, no, uh, no, we, yeah, left. we'd already left. Yeah, walking back, drunk, hit the thing, and the and the one kid stands up. It's like a it's like a movie. It's like an Adam Sandler movie. He stands up.
0: What the f are you supposed to be,
3: huh? And I'm like what? I don't have time for this. It's one in the morning. Go home. What the
0: like, what the f, what the f- are you supposed to be, you guys? Well, I get it.
3: And I'm like, I just shake my head and I keep walking him the heels. I can barely walk, and I'm still, and I just didn't want to carry him because that looks worse. Uh, and so he goes, and then he calls the, uh, calls us the homo f word. Hey, you f
0: you're back here, you f homos. Oh man, and I'm just
3: like. I'd love to fight him, but these heels are killing me. And I, <laughs> I would love to.
2: You're doing back. the walk enough, of shame yeah. by the bros. Bed- yeah. Marty
3: Bose, this kid's standing on this. There's three or four other, and they were. Uh, <laughs> it would have. It would have been two minutes of work, and just to go flatten them. And I, you know, again, you learn through react defense and all that. He's probably carrying something stupid in his pocket. It's not worth it. Don't fall for it. But man, all I'm, I'm, I've never thought that in my life. I'm like I'm drunk. I'm tired. And my heels are killing me. I can't beat that kid up tonight.
1: I would have paid money to Coleman's staff to get us the video of Bette Midler and uh, Tina Turner yeah. beating the S out of the
0: bros. the living. Oh, TMZ Jesus. would have been all over that. It Man. would have been awesome.
3: Yeah. And it wouldn't have been. I mean, they were just punks. Like, and I think they thought we were like drag queens. Yeah. Because the costumes were solid. But, I mean, it would have been short work. I know it. But, you know, maybe they got It's dumb. It's dumb to think that way, but your brain can't help it. So, just walk away. And there's no worse feeling as a man than to hear your heels clicking on the sidewalk as you walk away from a challenge like that. You're like, man, this is the least masculine I've ever been. But, in turn, the most masculine I've ever been for avoiding such a stupid potential mess. But, God damn it, if I didn't want to shove my heels up that kid's ass. <laughs>
1: punk. Said no man on KU.P.D. Yeah, no, I, mean, well, you know, I don't LTC, know, about that, yeah.
3: But, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then the next morning... Well, you didn't want to ruin those shoes. No, the shoes would have been... They're they're getting more use someday. The next morning we had to go back and get our stuff because we just left it uh, at the, and they have a, the drag brunch. Let me tell you this. You want to start a business? Drag brunches. They have it at CB Live in uh, North uh, Phoenix. They have it at Copper Blues. And I don't know if they have it in Tempe Copper Blues, when we're breaking down, it starts at 11. We got there a little before 10 that morning to get all of our stuff out of there and move up to CB Live. Uh, The drag queen starts showing up. And one of them is like the superstar drag queen in the city. His name's Richard something, but he's I forget the name of his. But you've you've actually probably seen pictures on stuff. So he's standing outside with us talking. And one of the waitresses says, did you hear? And we live in such a strange world. Did you hear? He's like, what? We booked 110 servicemen today to come see you. And he goes, ooh, salute to the troops. (laughs) And I'm like, what the f*** is going on? Packed. 110 place is packed with military guys and, like, all these women. So then we go from, um, I could not believe, there's a line. Like, they start showing up for this this, uh, legs and eggs brunch at, like, 1045 to start at 11. It goes till 3. Wow. They stay all day. So we go to do sound check at CB Live. The comedy club next door, the wall's up. By the time we get there, it's noon. They've already got their drag brunch going on. Right in the heat of it is screaming women nonstop for two hours. And they just are lip syncing songs dressed as women. And every and I'm like, how often I'm asking the guys at the how often go every Sunday. He goes, this is probably our number one moneymaker. And I'm like, over comedy. Oh, not even close. I'm like, no, kidding. These drag brunches are killing it. And occasionally you'd see a wife just giddy as, I, you've never seen them so happy. This is a happy, and I'm like, God, your interests are stupid. You have, you have the stupidest interests in the world. I went to one. Uh, I've, I've been to one in my yeah. life, but it was like an afternoon on a Thursday at what used to be a Taco Bell. No, we went to one of the brunches. No, you, oh, you went to one of the beans, yeah. and?
1: It was packed. Yeah, it was ridiculous. packed. You know, my buddy, uh, Craig, that gave us the boosties and all that yeah. stuff. Well, guy and all the girls wanted to go and they're like, are you going to go? I'm like, I'm only going if Craig goes. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden he's, she's like, he's in. <laughs> his, the best part was his wife didn't tell him that, you know, oh. I would go if he went. She said, he'll only go if you dress and drag. So he dressed and drag and he went to the show. And he was in. Oh, yeah. I got videos and pictures of this one. But I uh, felt it is so packed it's, in there. It's wall to wall. Did man. you have fun? It wasn't bad. Yeah, I was it's laughing a, It's along. a fun yeah. show, but yeah. it was yeah. four hours or three hours
3: or whatever they're running. That's just too much of anything. It's, it's like Schindler's it, List. It's, yeah. not, it's just too it's long. Not table turnover. They, they go
1: there and they no, stay. No, it is. Once you're there, you're there. Although Schindler's
3: List and drag might be kind of something I'd sit through for three hours. That's <laughs> an interesting combo. But, yeah, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Could not believe what I was seeing. And the money that just pours out of of lonely Scottsdale Mimosas housewives. Mimosas. They're oh. so into the drag thing and i have no idea what the appeal is as far as other than just being fun but i get going one time i went once hilarious yeah. fun had a, i wouldn't go back every sunday and uh david at the club said it's every, it's the same women every sunday they go it's, just a ritual. Every it's like it's
4: like football sunday, sunday.
3: It, but, For guys. but but totally not interesting by comparison i get football sunday it changes week to week well, unless you're Major Bears are a fan Cardinals fans. fan. The Steelers are becoming fairly predictable as well, but it's weird. But yeah, they crushed it. Then Saturday night, we had a great time, too. Brady came up. Marilyn Monroe himself. That. It was beautiful.
1: How did, the, uh, it was good. How did
3: the explosion? It didn't pop off the way I wanted it. It leaked into my head, so I had a chance. The, the uh, entrance was. Yeah, we did a body great. bag and drug me off. Oh, really? A bag. body oh, yeah. bag? Damn. My body bag arrived Saturday afternoon. That Chris pulled me up on a dolly. I opened up the body bag and we got going. I
4: scrapped with Jackie O right off yep. the bat. I nice.
3: Marty was He with dressed as Jackie O. I was Kennedy, and then uh, I had this exploding pack in my head that I had to hit a button on, and it it popped. It went off, but it was supposed to be like a huge eruption, and it kind of got stuck. It like I Like the
4: back of his head was throwing up.
3: Yeah, it just it just kind of did a it did a, <laughs> and it shot out and it was effective. Did what it's supposed to do, but uh, yeah, the Kennedy costume was very comfortable. That was much better than the Tina Turner one for comfort. Yeah, was well, fun. I so, would hope so. Thanks nice to everybody you. who showed up. We had a blast this weekend. It was just ridiculous. Forgot my phone.
0: You
4: with a hairpiece, man. Yeah, pretty it is solid, right? Uh, <laughs> it's a different man. <laughs> it is John Davidson. That's what I
3: say. <laughs> I do look like an 80s infomercial. The after Those.
1: picture, though, when you looked like Robert Smith, though, was Oh, uh, that was wow. the Tina
3: Turner. I took Ooh. the wig off, and I was Robert Smith. Yeah, most trannies pull the wig off, and they become Robert Smith. <laughs> well, Actually, most trannies are Robert Smith. <laughs> So yeah, it was fun. So everybody that showed up, uh, we had a great time. Did a you know, did a, a nice robust business for the cause, and uh, everybody was so fun. But we stayed there drinking both nights. That was a long weekend, yeah. both nights until you know we closed them up, and then they gave us a room at the Cambria. I go back to the room Saturday night, and I'm like, oh no, I don't have my phone. I don't know what to do, and I'm staggering, just obliterated. Marty, the, I left it in his car, so I didn't have a phone until yesterday at like three. Helpless, the world stops. Like you're shut down without a phone. Like I couldn't tell anybody I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't contact, I couldn't call home. I couldn't get a hold of Marty to get my phone. I don't Full know
4: Matthew Perry going. On I did.
3: I didn't have anybody's phone numbers. I I, you know, I don't have a single phone number. I have, you know, you sit and think. I've got a billion friends. I can call two of them. That's it. And, and then I'm calling from lines they don't recognize, so it's probably not going to get answered. not going to pick it up. Yeah, it's weird. So, yeah, it was uh, having no phone all day was just, it was actually kind of a nice break. Then I realized how much stuff I control with my phone at home. I, you know, get back for uh, Steelers uh, yesterday, and I'm like, all my TVs, I, I do all this work through my, I got to find remotes and stuff. I'm like, everything I have is on my phone. It's weird. Yeah, you get it. It was taken away an arm. So I hated it. I hated not having it. So then Marty and I met, got my phone back, and like 136 unanswered messages. I'm like, I'm going to be doing this all day. Now I'm a secretary.
1: Uh, and nobody, and like you said, nobody knows anybody's phone number nope. anymore. I think Marty, I know my dad's phone number, and that's probably <laughs> about it. I know my mom's because it's my old phone number.
3: Okay. She kept the same number. And then, uh, I, yeah.
1: No wrong. My dad Matthias in the request lines about all the yeah. numbers yeah. I can give you off the top. I know Megan's right. and I know 585-9800. Yeah. There's
3: <laughs> so a couple right the- <laughs> There's a couple other people's numbers I remember yeah. and I don't know why cuz I memorize phone numbers by Steelers like numbers. But kids phone
4: numbers like when I was a kid? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. know three or four friends residents yeah. back in Columbus, Ohio if I have to call them.
3: Yep. They're not even there anymore. Yep. I can call Mike Burkhart in 1986 right now cuz he had the 838-9505. I don't know why I remember all that.
1: I can remember my yeah. I can remember all my home numbers from back yep. in the day, but like once cell phones hit, done. Eight three one two seven eight nine. That was my Tempe phone number. It's weird. Eight three one eight nine zero nine was my Mason yeah, and then we moved to Mason, got
3: a new one. And my mom still has it. Yeah, it's weird, but you don't. I don't have anything. So Marty calls the hotel and leaves his phone number because he had he had to tell the guy to call me back. On I didn't know it, so I call him. It was weird not having a phone. is like losing a limb, and I'm like I hate that I am this attached to it. I I w- I am. Stuck to that thing. And I didn't realize how often I'm just getting blistered with calls and stuff or texts. Yeah, I've got a few phone numbers I remember because I, I looked and I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, uh, so it's a 480. Just remember that. And then uh, Roethlisberger, Brister, Swan, uh, Cunningham. And those are those people that when I memorized their number, I assigned them Steelers for each number. Yeah. Because, you know, you get the 7 06, in one of those deals, I can remember everything. 88, 83. <laughs> I don't know whose number that is, but I remember that somebody's because that's my. So if I memorized your number ever, I used, I, every time you give me a phone number, I assign Steelers numbers to that number to remember it because otherwise I won't. And sometimes it locks in. Like, that's a good number. That's two Hall of Famers and Bradshaw, uh, Green. Like, you go through, like, that's a good one. We got a really good number there. Yeah, 1275, I'll remember that forever. you got Bradshaw Green in your phone number. I have to look yours up. I didn't have to memorize yours. I'll see what Steelers I'd use for you. And then I'll give it out on the air, a Steeler code, and see if anybody calls Brady.
2: <laughs> they,
3: they'll get it. There'll be, Easy. Plenty, there'll be plenty of it. Uh And then tonight, of course, the big thing, the World Series is here. And uh, 1-1, and what a game on Friday that ended depressing. And then Saturday, just a bloodbath. The Diamondbacks' bats went crazy. Friday night, they were two outs from being up two zero. Yep, I mean that's, yeah, that's remarkable. I have a feeling this series is going to have a couple more of those games. It goes to BK. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. What is it? Three of four games in the World Series that the Diamondbacks have lost with home runs in the ninth or tied, lost the lead in the ninth inning through uh, towering shots. That's. Pretty amazing. Well, actually, it was, it was four four games like that. Something like that. It, it's a ridiculous stat that their closers, two two World Series in a row, have been like, oh, not again. But then yesterday. And they did the same thing in, in 2001 when BK gave up the bombs to Derek Jeter and Brocious in New York. And they're like, they're going to lose this. They come back here in game six. You're like, oof, hopefully they're not too depressed from those. Depress-. And then just put Blow like out. 15 runs on the board against the end. like, man, they responded. Did it again Saturday. So we'll see what's tonight. Uh, game starts at 5. Uh, downtown becomes an absolute mess. Probably about 2.30. Tomorrow's going to be 10 times worse because the suns are here. One of my is going uh, oh.
4: today, and he's like, yeah, or he's talking about, yeah, we'll leave it at uh, our place about 4 o'clock. We should be fine.
3: You no, know, like, you won't. You uh, want to go a little early. 100 bucks for parking. It's going to be uh, Uber. Take it all. Yeah, I'm going to get down there about 1.30 or 2. You going to the game? Yeah. I just got him. I just found out oh, this nice. morning. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to head down there really Wait, early.
4: but if you got the time to do that, yep. that's the route to go. Right.
3: But if you're going to the World Series, make some time to do that. Yeah. Take a day off, oh, yeah. do something. But yeah, you're, you're going to make a mess if you all try to go at the same time. And I know a lot of people are going to, you're busting out early no matter what. The game starts at five. So, pretty awesome. And it's uh, right here in our in our beautiful city. They'll be uh, shown lovely right there. Tomorrow's going to be a horrible mess. Suns are playing tomorrow against uh, San Antonio downtown. Uh, you got that going on at the ex- eight or seven o'clock. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, it's going to be bananas. <laughs> bananas. But tonight, Diamondbacks. And I have a feeling tonight's game should be another tight one. As each team kind of, are going for the Rangers tonight, and then yeah. you got uh,
4: as much as you want to just like to do what you did last game and just roll it out.
3: Just crush 3-0. Right. Oh, my God. Just crush him. Scherzer's not the Scherzer of old, though. Oh, he's just his third game back in a few months. So, yeah. We'll see. And then, you know, fought. You got the young kid up there again. I see what he can do. It's amazing. It's a fun time to be here because uh, the
1: World Series is a pretty big deal. Now the word world is in. And the crazy part is I I had had that appearance on Saturday, and I was talking to one of the promo guys. He goes, yeah, bro, I don't remember the first World Series. I was like one years old. All Please, right, I hate you. Bitch.
3: <laughs> yeah. Corbin yeah. Carroll was one. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it, people shouldn't be functional. Right. Like, and, uh, well, our promo staff is not. Corbin well, Carroll's barely certainly are, functional. Yeah, that yeah. kid's barely functional. But, yeah, the uh, Corbin Carroll being one when the uh, Diamondbacks were last in the World Series is one of those things you used to hear when you were kids, like, wow, that's one year old when he was Mickey Mantle. It's like, uh uh-uh, uh, this is, it's been a minute. But that Diamondbacks team is exciting. Christian Walker can't hit right now but man did he have the game of his he life did, saturday man. some of those plays he made were incredible and that's what you need you need people stepping up on defense this team's playing great and i'm sorry to the one guy that emails me who goes nobody listens to your show for sports talk I'm like yeah they do some do some like sports no nobody likes sports oh okay i didn't know that the whole world revolved around your uh, interests and yours on
0: red
2: brunch well, now you yeah. know.
3: <laughs> <Let's tell you. laughs> my wife took me to a drag brunch
0: for football because football's
3: dumb right? All right that's your world <laughs> you're in a minority. I hate to break it to you. You're not the. You're not the majority. I can tell you this. I'm talking about football because it's been the number one television show in America for the last twelve years by a large margin. I'm talking about sports because it's all we've got. This is our only commonality that happens. We can't. You can't binge a football season. If you do, you're an idiot. No, stop I'm only on week three. So it's the only like current event other than war and politics and I'd much rather focus on sports, so stop emailing me that you don't like sports so I shouldn't talk about it. World Series is in town. We're talking about it. That's a pretty big deal. Uh Let's get a wake-up song. Maybe a Game 3 support song or something for a guy in heels trying to fight a frat kid. Uh, 617. <laughs> Give it to us good and strong. Five eight five nine is the phone number and the, and that would be uh Lambert Colquitt Hampton double zero. Look at you. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, give it to us and scream. It's ninety-eight Upd.
5: Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I've heard enough of this. U-P-D.
0: morning sickness.
2: You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil
0: sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not he's not evil. He's just a bit rude.
3: Thank you very much, Alliance. I got an email from a guy that said, Speaking of sports, John, hearing you're changing your sports lifestyle, getting your cubbies gone, uh, just to let you know the Phoenix Rising are continuing their playoff run, so think about that. And I'm
1: like, what does that have to do with sports? Well, maybe, you'd, uh, you, know. <laughs> you, know, you know. There's zero sports uh, attached
3: to the Phoenix Rising. That's a.
1: I was going to say, you're going to wind up with a sleeve by the time dude, this I'd is all done. rather
3: end up at one of those uh, drag brunches every Sunday <laughs> than go to a Rising game. No offense to the Rising, <laughs> except for I don't care about you at all. And,
1: except it's more entertaining. You know, people who like it, go like at the it. the drag show. Yeah, right. The inter- the, yeah,
3: it's more sporting. And a whole lot more manly than soccer. God, people hate when I do that. Football
4: on, is life. Yeah. Life is football.
3: I got an email from a, a girl who was at the show Friday, and she said her and her husband were walking down the stairs, and those same punk kid, college kids, bowed up and pushed her husband.
0: You again? go? Come on. You again?
3: And, I, you know, in the heels is Tina Turner. I did. You have that moment. You're like, oh, I just want to clean you up. Uh, but you walk about. But what, what I really wanted to do was walk back to him, after all the seminars at Tactical Black and all the things of de-escalation, I wanted to walk back to him and going, what's your end game here? I'm not fighting you. You've got six other guys here. It's the stupidest thing in the world for me to pick. I might beat your ass up. And this other kid behind me has a gun or a knife. Yeah. But when he started screaming the homo F word at me, and you don't know what I am. You don't know who you're interviewing right now. You don't know me. Maybe I'm a gay guy who can't hear that word one more time without losing it, and I happen to have a gun. Uh, maybe I go back over later dressed as something else, and he doesn't know, and I off him. You don't know what you're doing when you're mouthing off like that. This punk prick, and evidently doing it to a lot of people, you just want to go back and go, hey, well, you, you, you stop it. You're going to end up hurt. Or you're gonna end up in jail. This is the dumbest night of your life and you think you're you think and his big late win,
4: night fights rarely go yeah, out you no. know, you rarely are you getting a trophy or a You get a nothing.
3: Yeah, you either beat up jail time you either beat up a dude in a dress, by the way, hate crime. Yep. Screaming that out, you're going to jail, or you get your ass kicked by a dude in a dress like badly, by the way. And then you got that on your resume. Where's the win? And so the looking best looking
0: for stories to tell, man. Look, on I need drunk to.
3: I uh, thank the Ackermans and the folks at uh, reactdefense.com dot com for having it drilled into my brain that I'm the winner of that. Even though he and his friends are like, yeah, that's right, walk away.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was his big win was to challenge people, knowing that no one's ever going to fight him, and then he's the baddest dude on the hill. But you just sit and think to yourself, I wanted to wander over to him, and go, hey, I'm a cop, which you can't do. But I wanted to, and just say. You can't go screaming that stuff. You don't know what you're doing. you downtown Phoenix and this is a concealed carry state. You you don't know who you're pissing off. You don't you don't it's not worth it to do what you're doing right now. And again the Pussy. The thing we exactly. That's what, what happened. Yeah. That too. And we're we're up at the thing when we do those de escalation drills. The first thing we do, you know, you train the people for two hours to Learn how to walk away from stuff. Learn how to avoid something. And when you can't avoid something, learn how that works and go through all the motions of this. And uh, well, then we put them to the test with a real scenario and a fake bar. And like 90% of them end up failing. Like this guy wants to fight. Uh, uh, where's my fight? Just leave. Because every time the guy that's about to fight you, the one that's biggest mouth, his friend is right behind him with a knife or a gun. To make sure that his buddy doesn't get beat up too bad, and I know that I could have wandered over there and started a fight with this kid with six buddies around him. I don't know what they've got; they're they're awfully confident for some reason. So I got to thank the guys at Tactical Black for even drunk. My buddy Marty turns around and he's like, "What? I'm gonna leave him? Leave him? We're winning by walking away from this night." Besides, my I got beat up from the chick from Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus and Sarah Jessica Parker beat the tar out of me. Yeah, we're winning by leaving this alone. My feet are killing me. These heels are murder.
4: I don't know if it was in uh, one of the John Wicks, but the the father, the crime boss, said to his son, his son said, I'm I'm the biggest badass there is. And he's like, there will always be a bigger badass. It it
3: has nothing to do with size either. No, But he
4: was just saying, eventually, there's someone that's better than you.
3: I'll tell you right now, you go up to React Defense uh, in Glendale and talk to uh, their head instructor and... Uh, The superstar up there is Tony Sprague. Dude, he's gotten a little bigger recently because he's put some bulk on. He's probably about 160, 170 pounds at his peak, maybe. Uh, Looks the average Joe. You would have no clue if you bowed up to that guy and pushed him in a corner. He's smart enough not to do it. He will whip your ass so fast and you would look at him as a scalp the second you saw him. If you were a guy looking around to fight someone, like, I'll take this dude right here. He will kick your ass all over a room. All over a I room. I wish he would have been there. Oh, no, been he would have walked away, too. He'd have known. You'd be looking at your trach in his hands. Yeah. I just don't understand the mentality of somebody that does that to strangers. Like I, I've never gotten that. Like a homeless guy, they, they're out of their minds. They make screaming noises. and you don't, But, man, you're, you're begging for trouble. Begging for it. It was so weird. And, and evidently from people who were there saying, hey, got he, he was barking at everybody coming down the stairs. He was looking for something. He'll end up in a box. He'll end up in a little box. And you know what? Good riddance. Cause, uh, you were raised wrong in the first place. So long, stupid. But standing downtown Phoenix, screaming the homo F word and pussy at everybody that walks by, you're going to catch the, the, the breaking moment of somebody's life, especially drunk. You're in U of A territory, yeah, bro. Right. It was downtown U of A. So bad. So bad. Uh, and then I got an email from Aiden, our trans listener. Would have never known. I met Aiden on Friday Madam night. Would have never known. Awesome, it's an awesome dude. Said good morning, HMS. Gotta tell you, what a cool show it was to see my first event, seeing your band perform, and I guess I've been missing out. I had a good spot up front at the bar, right side. Met a couple of very interesting characters as well. And to the woman uh, who I met at the bar, I didn't know what the hell you were dressed as, and then you told me you were a Wendigo skinwalker. And I thought to myself, geez, I shouldn't be sitting next to you, but I approved of your costume because I'm native. Now, if you'd have shown up with a coyote skin, we'd have had some words. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you, uh, so I don't know you, uh, who uh, offended you, who you offended. Apparently someone didn't like her costume, but screw them. Besides, I don't believe in white witches. It's not a thing. Chiching Chavez is the most delicious beer. It's the first time I've tried it. Uh, I hope Saturday was as epic as Friday night because it was. Uh, glad to meet you, Holmberg, and you as well, Brett Aiden. He was awesome. He, he was great. Very cool to meet yeah. yeah, it was really nice to see him. And all the people that showed up were a blast. A blast. The costumes were good. Jose showed up Saturday night as the busted up submersible, which I, the the thing that went to look for the Titanic. Had the oh, and on. Patel there, there too. Uh, who Patel? No. no, he didn't bring oh, Patel. His, I, his wife should have dressed as Patel. <laughs> a box of curry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, evidently, the night of the Singing Dead shows, which uh, were great. We'll do it again next year. I'm sure. Uh, we had a blast doing it, but it wasn't the only show that people are talking about, and this one's on the way. Oh. So, so John. Let me thank you first off, Chancellor. Uh, For getting me into this. My wife and I went to see Kim Petras in San Francisco. Um, I went to hate watch. But by the first song, we were blown away. Uh, She can sing. The visuals, the choreography, and being in San Francisco at Halloween. A bear-heavy crowd. (laughs) We counted a lot of Guy Fieri costumes. Which we don't know why they dress like that, but I digress. By the end of the slut pop segment of the show, I was enthralled. We ran over to the merch booth. Dropped 200 bucks on stuff. She puts on a great show. Sings the songs you want to hear. I have so much more I could say about the show, but I don't want to ruin it for you when the Phoenix crowd gets to see her. I look forward to your review of the show and will be disappointed if you don't bring the boys along with you to experience the slut pop in person. Uh, Thanks again for exposing us to the wonderfully slutty generational talent. And yes, that dude has some great cans in person as well, Tyler. That's right, Tyler. And she'll be here in a week, right? Is it? Yeah, uh, this I you see- Friday. We might have to go see that one too. Busy week, World Series. Suns are back. Kim Petras is here. Oh my god! What a week!
2: Thursday.
1: Is it this Thursday? Wait oh. Yeah. November second. Oh, sweet Jesus, it's here. Right. Arizona Financial. I
3: start making some phone is calls. You-
1: Looks like is there two two. She's doing two shows. That can't oh, be right. I'm looking
3: at Google here. On well, Thursday, I can't go. The Steelers play Thursday night against the Titans. What the? I do have my first love.
1: Remember first, remember second?
3: And I'm hoping to see Wem and Yama. Wait a minute. She's Wednesday at Arizona F- Federal Theater. That can't be right. She's doing two shows.
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm going to miss dig- the World I'm Series. A, i got to dig into this.
3: I'm going to miss the World Series on Wednesday.
1: <laughs> I'm going go mission. We'll be able to go to both. That's right. Series will be over at 8. Yeah. It starts at 8.
3: Well, that's got to be an opening thing, too, right? I would would think so. I can hoof it from the stadium over to the... At az financial theater november 2nd thursday imagine if the diamondbacks pull off the miracle and go three for three here at home win the world series and then you run down the road and watch kim petrus that would be pretty hands awesome hands on I stage know. right afterwards that's a right. celebration You're sitting there tugging your horn to what about the first ah. yeah how much are tickets going for they're still available
1: section four that's right up front that's middle fifty nine fifty. I'm going on that. Row sixteen. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Hey, let's check out best seats for you. Yeah, get me up close to this guys. You want to be in the pit? Ninety two bucks, seventy nine.
3: Yeah, it looks like I'm living downtown this week. Yeah. That's awesome. What a it's week. Very reasonable. We need water. to get We need to get her in here for like I don't think I could take it. <laughs> yeah you could. I don't want to get that
1: close.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let me just uh take a look at that piece of deal there, ma'am.
1: <laughs> Oh, the next thing you know, you're just like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm blowing Kim Petras. Some cans walking in. Uh, oh, you'd be blown. I don't it. want to be that close. <laughs> you don't meet your heroes. I
3: don't I don't want to do do not meet your heroes. <laughs> do not meet Kim Petras in person. You will probably be like, oh, God. But from a distance, on stage, TV, all that. Sometimes I see pictures of Kim on, uh, you know, the unfiltered stuff. And you're like, oh, 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 I see it. I see everything I need to see. But she's here this week. What a week. What? And maybe I'll wear my heels. What a week. <laughs> a blast. And then they got that guy up in Maine. Well, he got himself. Brett Brett was saying that. Yeah, got a, he he offed himself and yeah. did that. That's what I'd have done. We were talking about how you hide from a manhunt. You're hoping that that's what
4: would happen too because if he's out of his mind or if it was just, just scarily shooter. orchestrated yeah. where he's of basically a sound mind. He just wanted to do this. Yeah. That's crazy.
3: You're never a sound understand. mind. Because he can, that,
1: he can live it, off the land. For, you
3: can't combo sound mind in what he
1: did. Yeah. There's
3: no sound mind involved.
1: I don't, I'm, I'm happy. No, I, me I, too. I'm you thrilled. know, I don't care. He did it. And yeah. then you're never going to get a straight answer out of it. Nope. So just, That's, why drag it along?
3: You can't explain crazy. That's right. why the word crazy exists. It's yeah. out of the norm and it's never explained.
1: I just want to know what he was thinking. He wasn't thinking. He
3: wasn't. The girl, it's, and it's still based on a, a breakup
1: Yeah.
4: What I'm saying, I mean, you know, it. yeah, and thank God it didn't go along because you've lived in that area, live in that town.
3: Let him out. Yeah, they got free, but yeah, they found his dead body, which is good. One more shot, and coward took himself out, because that's what those people are, so. All right. <laughs> Somebody just sent over Matthew Perry as Deadpool. Not yet. <laughs> Holding a jacuzzi yeah, in his I cat. get it. I understand the joke. Huh? How fast are you guys with the horrible deaths? Ridiculous. You know, it's almost better, though. That we're embracing death with humor now because of the internet, because we don't know how to deal with it. Desensitizes, so, yeah. Well, desensitizes is something we're all going to do. We should Happen. We should be desensitized to it. It's still super sad, but good lord, we uh, the internet is so quick to just attack. <laughs> It's terrible. And then I feel bad because I'm doing that thing where I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, stop. I'm okay. laughing and I'm miserable. It's That's like, oh,
4: my gosh. I'm sending this to somebody. The one the one that I got
3: yesterday where it's this classic scene from Friends where they're moving the couch and Rosh won't stop saying, pivot, pivot. They replace the couch with a coffin.
1: Oh, and it, <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. And it
3: just says pivot. And I'm like, good Lord. <clears throat> he and Joey watching TV and he's a ghost. And you're like, man, how quick are you guys to do this? It's insanity. There's not much you can do about the evil that is uh, all of the Internet and what you people do. But it's how people deal with stuff. you got to be dark humor gets you through an awful lot of things. An awful lot. Uh, And then you got the Cardinals, which is dark humor in itself. And Kyler Murray's coming back maybe next week, probably the week after. And they are in a now what situation because they're competitive. They're playing, and they screwed up everybody's uh, <clears> the <throat> Las Vegas odds yesterday by coming back and covering the spread. This coach might be legit. Oh, I think he's a legit coach. He got nobody on that team though, and poor Josh Dobbs about done. Like they've poor Jada. Yeah, Jada Pinkett can't play anymore. He's all done. So see, and there's more. You people, I just got to Send Well, this is the swimmer, non-swimmer. Oh, okay. Scene. It's just the other one I got was just a picture of Matthew Perry saying, could I be any more dead? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's don't take his lines. It's just weird. And nobody did it for Bull. Bull lived a ripe old uh, to 80 years old. Richard i was surprised Moll. he was that old, actually. Yeah, too. I was
1: like, whoa. Yeah. I don't know. There's only two cast members from that show still alive now. From, From Night Court. court. John Larroquette. And... Uh, Marsha Warfield? No. The, she died. The, yeah, she died. The, Harry's uh, gone. Uh, Selma's uh, gone. The lawyer? Who was the, who was the last uh, bailiff? Oh, uh, the, the, the... The big black lady. That's Marsha Warfield. She's still alive? I believe so. I, I saw a picture of it too. the other day. Maybe she was still alive. Because Max's dead. Marky Post is dead. Yep. Harry's dead. That's <laughs> right. Selma Diamond died during the yeah. show. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the night court cast is all gone. It's an old show, that's why. But, uh, yeah, we gotta, yeah, uh, gotta, uh, got a uh, new Halloween costume. <laughs> oh, God.
0: How did they do that?
3: It's an inflatable hot tub with legs hanging out of it, and it's called the No
1: Friends. Not included. No. Alcohol, drugs, and friends.
0: The magic Perry.
1: That's from Batman.
0: Stop it. Okay, you make
3: me feel horrible when I laugh at this stuff, and I'm laughing. And then I feel awful about it. I can't live like this with you people. Uh, I had a, you know what was fun about having no phone for a day? I don't know what's going on. And it's a better world. like I made my I made my day. I made my day not knowing anything. and being stupid, not so bad. Being stupid to the earth and just being, oh, did Gaza explode? Oh, yeah. Forgot for a few hours because I didn't have it constantly in my hand." That's got to be the reason why we've all lost our corks. I've said that since the beginning. But all these mass shootings and stuff started to really take off. Once we had connection to everyone, once we had everything in our hands, the phones, you know, you had Columbine at first. That was just some wackiness. But once we started getting, like, Internet contact. See how it works. Constantly in touch with the world constantly everybody wants to shoot each other the more you know the more angry you are that the world's like not at all in your control and i don't think a lot of people can handle that i think it has everything to do with having phones and inf- where i've said it our 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 bodies we build computers to mimic the human body and then try to accelerate past it and you can overload a computer our brains are just computers all this information is too much we got too much garbage going in and we can't dump it. And it's like, we're all overloaded and, and overheating. We're, we're overheating. We've got too much information. We can't process it. And we start spitting out stupid. I have no doubt in my mind, phones are attached to the reason why we've seen an uptick in all of the stuff that's gone on. There's no way that society survived. survive. Uh, they can say drugs and TV and, and video of games. And all categories
4: that the phone's responsible for. Oh, it's
3: everything. But they, Behaviors. Desensitized to violence on television. If anything, it's worked the other way because they said porn was going to make everybody a sex freak. It's made an entire generation sexless. They don't care. You know, they just keep talking about, ah, I'd rather not have sex in movies. More platonic this. They don't like going on dates. They don't. The. the the whole oversaturation of sex didn't make everybody sex crazed. It made them bored with sex before they even started having it. I think violence is another. Yeah, desensitized to it. It doesn't mean you want to do it. It just doesn't mean anything to you. I think constantly hearing about horrible stuff and future is dim and you know oh the world war three is this and this is bad and your generation's not going to make it and you're all sick and this is bad and bullying's on the rise and you're you constantly are being told all this stuff. Eventually, you feel helpless. And I think in the wrong hands, helplessness is the big thing. It's a—it's crazy that that's not, because one day without my phone, and I was happier than I've been in a long time. And it's impossible to just say, to not have a phone for a day. You, you go and search for it. For little things like, mm, who's still alive on night court? And the next thing, oh, yeah, she's Marshall Warfield still alive. And then you start scrolling. Oh, geez, everybody in Gaza is dead.
1: But it's even stuff like. Like here, we can't we can't even get into our emails and stuff without our authorization code and all kinds of stuff here without our phone. Right, right. You
3: have to have it with you. Yeah,
1: it's what's nice about the uh, vacations
4: when you finally go because part of that stuff I know, but I don't follow as much when I'm on vacation.
3: Well, social media and everything. Try not to. You can't. I was at uh, Desert Ridge on Saturday. Uh, We did the sound check up on the stage. And outside the stage, the window looks at the courtyard out at the mall. And no joke, this was not an event that was going on outside. There were like nine different women of varying ages, somewhere between like 20 and 35, just photographing themselves, leaning on poles, sitting at a picnic table. And they're all dressed up, not like super dressed up, but like, you know, kind of a, out of a Free People magazine. And you know, kind of the flowing dress, and there's the overhead shot. The one girl's leaning up, she asked somebody to take a picture of herself. And I'm like, wow, that chick really likes her. So then I look over, and there's another one doing it. And it's her kid taking pictures of her. And the kid's like nine. And then the kid goes and leans up on the thing and does some <laughs> photos. And I'm like, is everything a photo shoot? These, like, everybody is so in, invested in themselves they they didn't see anything else that was going on enjoyed a beautiful day it was just like how beautiful can I look to myself today and post it it's insanity but I have to have uh, half of my brain sit and think that there's there's a connection to lunacy public shame is a big thing when you break up with somebody everybody knows about it because you're actually either say something on their Facebook page or and then so this dude in Maine who had the you know, Girlfriend thing go wrong. Probably lost his mind because it's public information fairly quick that all those pictures of you are embar- Every breakup's embarrassing because you've been telling your friends, "Oh, I found this great girl," and then now she all your me. now all your Facebook pictures you're, you're being slowly deleted from someone's life, literally on a you know public forum. It's not it's not for the human brain to handle. So this dude up in Maine, I don't know his story, but I all, I know that a lot of these guys that snap are snapping because they're being publicly humiliated. They're not mentally stable to begin with. They can, they can go off the You can push people off the deep end easier today than ever before. Ever before. And we don't have the town weirdo. Because everybody has to be treated with normalcy now. The weirder you are, the more normal we have to treat you because otherwise we're just bullies. Bullying kind of works in a certain area. Shunning people from society works. Persuasion what rather than bullying well it's guess. it's it's social behavior if you're acting so far out of the norm that you're an outcast you need to be called an outcast and if that's your goal okay good but when you're pushed out and you're trying to be part of normal but you're not you need to be kind of readjusted back in by the normals to say hey you're uh, kind of outside the you're you're on the fringes here and people are about to push you out and you're going to get mad at society because they won't accept you. Yeah, Treating the weirdos like weirdos used to be the thing that made weirdos less weird. Unless they were in the post office. Those were the only ones who used to lose it. Oh, yeah. And again, why? Overload. Have you ever been in a postal sorting room? Have you ever seen one of those I pressure, Dude, it's the Amazon workers. Luckily, they've got computers doing a lot of work for them. We're boiling those guys. They're redlining. In the 80s and 90s, when post office workers started to lose it on the regular... It's because everything was the mail. Their days were horrible. It's never ending. You, you, it's just as. Luckily for them, that's kind of dead. Post office guys are real relaxed now. Most of them are stoners. My mailman's cool as hell. We talk all the time. Sit there in front yard and chat. It seems like he got nothing but time on his hands. <laughs> he used to like olden days. He'd be like, I gotta go. God, I wish you just had
4: one box with all your right here. Sick of walking to your house. I'm going to do my route tomorrow.
3: Yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it. Sometimes a postman just shows up at 8 at night. What's up? I've been smoking all day. But yeah, I, I can't. That dude in Maine, I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. I'm thrilled he's dead. No, man, I hope it hurts. I, I hope he missed a little and bled out and felt every ounce of it. I hope the bullet that he put in himself wasn't a kill shot. I hope animals nibbled on him while he was still alive. I hope it all happened. Because you can't take away what he did, but we got to figure something out. I have a feeling it's something. The phones are definitely involved. Social media is definitely involved. Mental health definitely involved.
4: Yeah, now they want to take the phone out of the hand. You don't need to carry this object anymore. We can just uh, put it in.
3: Yep. Now more than ever, we need in your brain. We need judgment. We've eliminated judgment, and I've always said that whole thing. John Lennon was wrong. Love is not going to fix a thing. We've tried it. It's a bad idea. Judgment and uh, more honesty towards the persuasion of when somebody's acting crazy rather than just going, well, that's just who they are and you have to let her be your – let her freak flag fly. No. No more of that garbage. Love is not – I just love you for who you are. Nope. When you're acting like a nutbag, somebody needs to call you a nutbag. We need to do that.
4: That's a problem. another nutbag calling another nutbag
3: okay let the nutbags sort it out then if two nutbags go at it let those kill each other cool two less nutbags sane clear uh, thinking individuals need to be like all right, I'm gonna risk this no more like well everybody has a right to yes they do everyone has a right to be something so long as they don't infringe on my happiness that's part of the rules and starting to infringe on my happiness a little bit My pursuit of happiness is mine and mine alone and yours too. But once it starts to get in my way, now you're screwing me up. Screwing society up by standing out there being a nutbag. Like I said last week, more long coats, more judgment, and a whole lot less love. (laughs) Love is not all you need. Love and judgment is what you need. I love you. That's why I'm judging you so loudly. If I didn't love you, I would like Lizzo. Everybody wants to embrace Lizzo. If someone who really loved her, cared about her, they'd tell her, you're going to die before you're 45, and you're going to get your feet cut off from the sugars. you got to lose this. I know you're happy with it, but take care of yourself. Someone who loves you actually would tell you that. I don't want you to die going out on this sword that you could easily go away from. This isn't anything to be proud of. But we've lost it. Completely. I just want to drink and have fun and goof around and stay out of everybody else's way. I want everyone else to feel the same. All this from 15 hours without a phone. (laughs) It's just like, I'm free again. I'm free from all of it. I don't know what's happening. I watched the Steelers' pathetic offense yesterday. Hated the referees for a little while. Sat on the couch. Watched the Cardinals and Ravens play. No, no,
0: ping, ping. Ping, ping,
3: going off on my left hand for hours on end.
0: Ding, ding, ding.
3: With nonsense and all these Matthew Perry things, which, by the way, are very funny. But still, it can wait. But we feel so disconnected. And once I got that phone back in my hand, I'm like, oh, the precious.
1: Stress level. I couldn't handle it. Being a Bears fan, I'd count on my phone to keep me occupied during the game. Well, that game's
0: stunk. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there wasn't
3: a lot of fun games yesterday. No. A lot of weird stuff going on. But anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, the world has straightened straighten itself. And it is fun to get a group of people. That was the fun thing about uh, Friday and Saturday night. There wasn't politics. There was just a bunch of people with like-minded uh, goals of drinking and laughing and having fun and listening to songs. And some jackass on stage dressed as a broad. Two of them, in fact. Uh, and just let go. And not a single problem until we went downstairs and got back into society with those college morons. It was a group of like-minded individuals that didn't want to argue, fight, beat each other up. We all had drinks. We all had a a good time. Two nights in a row. That's what we need to do more of. It's crazy. Yeah, this guy says, uh, some people do lose it when they break up. Recently, my wife decided to leave me, uh, and it hurt. took me a couple of months to heal from it. Uh, It was a mental battle with me because it was my first for Everything. It sucks, but you'll get over it. Everything it, you're able to get over. But you know, Facebook, you got to
1: start explaining to people you haven't talked to, and you're like, "So you guys aren't together? Or,
3: What's going on?" Well,
1: Steven said, "He says I had to unfollow all news and political pages on IG. It was depressing. So now IG is just cans and golf. <laughs> yeah, that's <So>. it.
3: <laughs> cans and golf. What a great band name. Yeah. T-shirt. I'm here for the cans and golf." <laughs> yep <laughs> and just that's enough I just kind of I'm, I'm here for the jokes I've been saying it for a long time but that's it I just I'm here to laugh I'm, go, I'm, I'm not even interested in all this stuff but you can't help but kind of follow things because it's definitely going to affect us anyway it's not a very happy time and then you want to be happy and you turn on something and you're like oh geez there's a bunch of dead baby clothes laying around some hospital just exploded <laughs> I gotta turn it then you feel like you're a bad citizen for not caring and trying to avoid it or ignore it. Nah, we need less love and we need more judgment. All you need is judgment. Should be the Beatles song.
0: <laughs> All you need <laughs> is judgment. That's already built in.
3: Hey, look
0: at that freaky guy. All you need is judgment.
3: It's true, and we do it. We just lie to ourselves and act like we don't. Everybody you see, you judge immediately. It's a yeah. sink or swim. Uh, your brain naturally does that. Like, is this a threat or not? So we judge constantly, and we pretend we're better than that. We're not. Live with the reality of what your brain actually does. Is look at somebody and go, I don't like the looks of this person. For whatever reason. And you're not wrong. Because you're just protecting your own interests. Walk around a guy you don't like. I see freaks all the time at that QT over on McDowell and 52nd Street. That place is a madhouse of nutbags. You avoid them. You don't have to say anything. Just think it internally like our grandparents used to do. This guy right here. Yeah, it's better that way. Uh, it's seven twelve. Let's get a wake up song, shall we? What do you got over there sure. on the big board there? Uh, wake
1: up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. And uh, the weather is remarkable right now. It's amazing out there. So time to head to trails and uh, get that bike ready to go. You- Save 10 bucks on your full tune-up over at Action Ride Shop. Just mention KUPD. Plus, they got tons of bikes on sale if you need to get a get a new one. And uh, don't forget, winter is coming. New winter gear is arriving daily. So uh, check for the new gear and markdowns on last year's style. So ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. And uh, Josh and boys will hook you up over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Just got an email from a guy that says,
3: I wish Matthew Perry had died another weekend because it's overshadowing my father's passing. He died Friday. <laughs> Matthew Perry overshadows a bad stuff. <laughs> Said, I don't know why he was a fan of your show, Uh, but he was. Since day one, he loved you guys. Uh, He was a man's man who loved drinking and smoking, and he just loved you guys, John. Uh, Tell those how you really feel, because when it's over, it's over. My family is sad, and I'm like, well, let's get to the will. Starts (laughs) a-smiling. (laughs) Hi, Jacob. Sorry you lost your dad. Uh, We lost a fan. And I can say that I feel bad for you, but I absolutely hope he... Wasn't one of those ratings monitor people. Because yeah. that really crushes us if one of our guys dies. We don't like that.
1: Larry's going to die if that happens. Oh, my God. Please. Uh, on the list, starting things off, R.E.M. Night Swimming for Matthew Perry. Oh, right. uh,
0: yeah. it was on the list. Don't look pull. at me. <laughs> what a deep
1: pull.
3: That's one of the saddest songs. Yeah. Uh, everybody hurts. R.E.M. went through a time. Yeah,
1: Misfits, Trivium, uh, Static X, Shotgun, Messiah, Clutch. Soil, Metallica, Nonpoint, uh, Ice Nine Kills, Seven Dust, but uh, Static X is in town tonight. Is Static X here tonight? Yeah. Is Seven Dust here tonight? I yeah, that they're, was with, last they're with. They're with. No, no, it's tonight. Oh, I thought it was yesterday. Mm-mm. Oh, there's still time. Yeah. All right. So maybe
3: bled for days. Yeah, it's little Bled for Days" by Static X. I could have sworn that was yesterday.
1: Now it's thirtieth. You're right. Today. That's today. And today only, yeah, today, tonight only seven us with Static X. Well,
3: that's a great show. Yeah. That'll be fun. I haven't seen Static X since the new Static X.
1: I've heard they're great. Yeah, I hear they, that, you know.
3: was crush it, so. It's awesome. All right. Well, cool. Well, let me get a little Static X in there and knock that silly for your show tonight. A big night. Static Jeez. X and seven desk uh, over at the marquee, and then you got baseball. You can do both. That's the good thing about being a West Coast team. 5 o'clock start time for the World Series. That thing should end about 8.30. Roll right over. You'll catch Static X and Seven Dust for sure. Hell of a night. What a Monday. It's going to be a busy week here. I like the World Series more than the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl takes over your whole town for like a week. And it's just a lot of travel and messy weird stuff and events that go on. World Series just shows up. It's a baseball game. And it's still a big deal but it's not like The way the Super Bowl, Super Bowl made me feel like I didn't want to be here. I didn't like the Super. I don't like the the Super Bowl. The city
4: has to prep a lot more for for sure.
3: Yeah, it's like a weird takeover of a bunch of people who don't live here acting like they own the place, and it's gooey. World Series is just the World Series shows up it gets busy for a little while and then it ends and there's not like dinners everywhere and places are closed and but then you have the people on the other side that i mean that wouldn't be
4: baseball fans we're like i wish the world series was one one game and done
3: well there's yeah those you are non fans we don't care yeah. about them those are uninteresting people but yeah like the, but the way the super bowl just envelops your town for for the last 10 days before man oh man this city was just all super bowl everything you couldn't go to Scottsdale super bowl everywhere just clogging up restaurants. People show up. People fly in. Don't even have tickets to the game just to be around the stuff. Just fill up your city with a bunch of... I guess I'm better Philadelphians. Really.
4: It's uh, very similar, but look what's happened right now with Vegas. It's yeah. in two weeks with that Formula One or the... Uh,
3: Vegas has takeovers all the time, but Super Bowl in Vegas is going to be uh, uh, intolerable.
4: But that race redesigns yeah. the city. Yeah.
3: yeah, and Vegas is a complete disaster. But at least they have it isolated to a spot that's always crazy. But it's going to be nuts here, that F1 thing. But super that Super Bowl up there is going to be dreadful. It's it, you, you, Shoulder to shoulder. Assholes and elbows. That's all you're going to deal I can't with. can't imagine living there. No. Ugh. Ugh. No, I couldn't normally imagine living there, let alone during one of those things. I don't like – like we walked the strip. It's the first time we've been on the strip in years, and Brady and I walked over to the MGM together. I was like, I hate this. Like it's all the – It's all the poor people wandering around begging for stuff that don't know how Vegas works. Going to the Taco Bell and the uh, like—you got Taco Bell's where you're from. I don't care where you're from, you've got one of those. This one's no different. It's the same tacos inside, only probably dirtier. A lot of weed in the air. Oh, it's gross. Strange, yeah. And the weed thing is just everywhere. But that's—I'm all right. That was heavy. Oh, it's strong. Go to L.A. L.A. is worse than that. L.A. is ten times worse. I couldn't believe how—and they allow smoking in inside stuff so that now everything smells like weed but i'm
1: willing to go back to vegas yes oh, i'll pick my weekends
3: <laughs> i still like one. i like the ones i pick I'm like this is a good one yeah hey, it's not weird it's pretty cool
5: actually no membership fee. i have heard enough of this
0: you pd morning sickness
2: you've been deceived by an agent of satan himself he's evil
0: sitting right here come on no I'm... no he's not he's not evil he's just a bit rude 98 you
3: Extra disturbed for you. My bad. I put in an extra one there for a second. For time's sake, it's appreciated. It's a great song. It's for Dave. I love Dave Draymond. It's time now for the Brady Report on this Halloween week, which is going to get goofy. we got a Halloween party here at the station tomorrow. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it. Shoot. I've already done all my dressing up. I can't do anymore. I spent uh, four and a half hours in makeup on Friday and about two on Saturday. That's plenty enough.
1: How many hours did it take to scrub all the... Uh, uh, another two hours of scrubbing ugh. all that gooey glop
3: off my face. And I had all those, you know, the zombie yeah, wounds. Yeah. Of, you know, it was uh, a Turner. There was a group, a group of... Uh, we're walking <laughs> from the apartment over to Copper Blues on Friday to go do the show. And I'm in the heels and I'm... These girls start laughing and this uh, black girl comes up and she goes... How big are those? <laughs> 14. 14. <laughs> Here's what you need to do. And she starts giving me advice. I'm like, this isn't going to be a regular occurrence. Don't worry about it. <laughs> here's what you need to do. And she starts telling me about leaning. You got to take those off. Do you have flip-flops? I'm like, no, I don't have flip You need to bring yourself some flip-flops. You wear shoes was like that. And I'm like, it's all right. I'll get through the next couple hours. She was right. And she started coaching me right there on the road. And I'm th- not sure she wasn't an escort because she was dressed kind of like me. And I said, I think I just got recruited.
1: Well, if this radio thing don't quite work out for you, you know you always got that as a second career. Turn it out,
3: demand for big bitches like yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it was fun. Uh, So yeah, it's uh, it was what a night. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with all the dress ups. No more costumes for Johnny for a year. Uh, It's time now for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. If you got a case of those Mondays, you can head to October for October's beer or head to Hooters for October's beer of the month specials. Head to Hooters tonight also. That game's going to be up on all those TVs. They got all the fantastic football specials. Everybody forgetting there is a Monday night football game too. So if you hate baseball, there is football. Uh, hockey's still going on right now. You got that going too. It's just sports crazy, and Hooters has you covered on every angle you want. It head to Hooters and then say thanks for this Brady report. Brady reported
4: good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello world. Hi. Happy National Texture X
3: Day. Don't do it. Nope. Unless you are saying, you know, hey, go. F- Yourself. 2023. Yeah.
4: Screw that. It's also National Candy Corn Day.
3: Ugh. Don't do it. I'd rather text my ex. <laughs> I'd rather, uh, orally, I will uh, take the ex over the candy corn. A website just conducted mm. a poll. Um, <laughs> you, people, wait a minute. Hold on. No? For you? What? You'd rather eat candy corn than your ex? Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Man, I, that's that's how bad candy corn Bring is. on the Brock's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. They
4: conducted a poll where they asked people if they love or hate various Halloween
3: candies. Ugh, candy corn. Candy corn's on there. It's not number one. I know it's bad. It would be number one. I know candy corn's bad because it only shows up in Halloween. If candy corn was good, it would be around all year. People would want it in March. Candy These corn circus sucks. Peanuts. It's my circus t- peanuts have no uh, tied time. That's just a They're weird terrible. thing. When the, When a generation of people over 78 die... There'll be no more Circus Peanuts. All generations under 80 have shunned but the Circus Necco's Peanuts.
1: are still hanging on. They'll go away, too. And those things are, like, from the 1800s Yes, or those something.
3: will go away, too. But right now— They're
4: almost—you um, know, there, there's not so much uh, Necco eating going on. They yeah. don't even make many lists. Fruitcake? They're hard to, they're hard to find.
3: Fruitcake, Peeps, the, the weird potatoes with uh, marshmallows on them— um, uh, potatoes also, with marshmallows? Or whatever that, what is the Sweet, sweet potatoes, potatoes with marshmallows, marshmallows all over the top of them. Those are only, not for Halloween, but you're, oh, you'll gotcha. follow along. Fruitcake, oh, gotcha. all the peeps, everything potato that's... potato casserole? Ugh, ugh. But if it was good, Pemper's you'd be, farms. be firing it up in April. It's not. It's, I do sweet potatoes. Yeah, but, but you put the marshmallows it? all over them? People no, shove marshmallows no. on that stuff? Garbage. There's seasonal foods that if they were good, they'd be around all year. And, and candy corn's one of them. Candy corn was number six.
4: Forty-two percent hated it. Forty-five percent say they loved it. Thirteen
3: percent claim
4: they've never had it.
3: Yeah, we'll stay on that page.
4: Red Hots number five.
3: Red Hots are good.
4: Forty-three percent hated them. No kidding. Over number four, Atomic Fireballs.
3: Yeah, some people just don't like cinnamon.
4: Forty-four percent hate them. Uh, Number three, Dots. Number two, Jawbreakers. Forty-five percent hate them. Number one, Peeps.
3: Yeah, peeps are weird.
4: 52% of the people hate them.
3: Peeps are so bad they don't even make another showing around Halloween.
4: Your Almond Joy came in at number 9.
3: Yeah, cuz it's horrible.
4: Lemonheads number 10.
3: Chocolate and Hair. Yeah, Candy Corn is just such a distress. and Tamales it's another one and I know. Mexicans this one hate I'm me surprised
4: wasn't up there. Brock's Mellow Cream Pumpkins.
3: 23% oh, those, hate those them. Things, yeah. Weird little. But again, they're terrible because if they were good, they'd be around all the time. Tamales, Mexicans, you think that's a good thing. Uh, it's it, Nobody goes to a Mexican restaurant and orders tamales.
4: Number seven on the list, the hot tamales.
3: Hot tamales are different. That's the candy. Real tamales are a are a, a poor
1: person's gift to you at uh, Christmas time. But you always judge a person when you're a kid like what they gave you yeah. with, at Halloween. Oh, yeah. It's like popcorn balls? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Pervert.
3: All I Pumpkins was, getting smashed a tonight. Basement full yep. of kids. Just hostages somewhere in their house making popcorn balls and getting diddled by some weird old man who wants
1: to poison him. Yeah, it's Gacy's <laughs> house.
4: A couple of baseless fun facts. In 1934, there was a board game called Toward Soviet America. Toward Which, toward. 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 T o u r. T Sorry, T-O-W-A-R-D. Toward. Toward, oh, okay. Which was the opposite of Monopoly. The goals were to get rid of the rich and powerful... End oppression and seize the means of production. Socialism. It didn't catch on. No. Interesting. The smell of fresh cut grass is a distress signal. The, the grass is releasing a chemical.
3: Because you're chopping it in half.
4: It makes that smell to try to save itself from the mortal wound.
3: <laughs> so it's not a haircut. Grass feels it.
4: Corn is a type of Grass.
3: Uh, Your
4: head ages faster than your feet, Hmm. although just by nanoseconds. It's because your head is slightly further from the Earth's gravitational
3: field. No kidding. Good study, that. We all die at the same time, though. And (laughs) if you have diabetes, your feet age faster than your head.
4: Um, This new survey was uh, produced by a list of professionals. And the reason why they were looking at it is, which list of professionals are most and least likely to cheat at work? Oh. 43% of workers admit to having an affair with a colleague at work at some point in their lives. That's huge. Half. 25% of them said said it happened in the workplace. 21% said it happened during work events. Another twenty-one percent said it happened digitally through calls, now, texting. That's
3: what Brett does? Social oh, media. Oh, well, I see. The modern yeah. digitally, nah. not the Brett's yeah. way, not Vesley's old digitally way.
4: Seventeen percent said it went down outside of work, and then fourteen percent took advantage of work trips away. No kidding. Half. They also compiled the list of professions most and least likely to cheat with a coworker. The ten most likely are sales. Number one. Irregular work hours, frequent networking events.
3: Ways to get away.
4: Teacher, number two. Oh. Again, the cheating is specifically with coworkers. I was going to say.
3: Healthcare. <laughs> Not, <laughs> he's a <bar>, uh, moron. <laughs> Not always.
0: And, and do you consider the students coworkers? <laughs> they wanted to clarify <laughs> I mean, that. They show could up, be. They kind of are yeah. co-workers.
3: They show up to your job every day and you work with them. So
4: Healthcare, number three. Transport and logistics, number four. Hospitality and events Management number you got five a hotel at your disposal. Engineering and manufacturing number six. Whores. Property and construction number seven. Accountants, banking so and
3: finance everyone. Ed- yeah.
2: <laughs> well the That's least right, likely yeah.
3: least likely would have to be like uh,
4: science and pharmaceuticals. Really? Business consulting and management, law enforcement and security, creative arts and design. Media and internet? Huh.
3: Law and uh, legal? Lawyers? Guess so. That's what TV's built an yeah, empire suits. out of. Didn't
4: work that way. It lawyers suits. having
3: sex with each other on the side.
4: Marketing, advertising, and PR. Now, how's that different than sales?
1: They're not um, a scummy, apparently. I guess not. They do the creative behind it. How about it? Yeah, pretty much that list was.
3: We're all susceptible. Half you are going to, half you aren't, and uh, half you're going to do it, and uh, half of the half that aren't are lying about not doing it.
2: What about
1: priests? I thought it was under oh that's clergy. A- well, yeah, in- they're boning like mad. Well, the well, per- Father Dale and that would have been co-workers technically, yeah, right? Well, I mean, his it
4: happens, but not as uh, it happens all the time.
3: Do you think those guys, if they ever got asked are you having affairs, would be honest with the the answers? No,
4: but, but I don't think I think the percentage well, 80, I don't think majority. 80 to 90 percent of priests percent?
3: are f- another priest it's a bunch of guys who are afraid to be gay they can't come out as gay well, you're so they're about, just like oh, i'm okay. not interested I in women you. so i'm just going to pretend to love jesus the i thought most.
4: you just meant like pastors in general no, no like they, all and
3: really nah, i'm talking about the robes no i'll go yeah. pastors and probably generally. pastors too yeah, yeah. <laughs> most pastors <laughs> either kill their families or have sex on the side
5: they're in a position of power
3: <laughs> and they can't lie they're never going to answer wow. those questions, honestly. They oh, yeah, no, you, you wouldn't. Sure no. No, no, I, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. That's what they, that's what people perceive them as. So, gotcha. of course, they would tell the truth and not do anything <laughs> bad. Yeah, they lie constantly. <laughs> what was that? Huh? You People who believe they
5: can't lie.
4: Yeah, there's no such <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, well, no, I I believe everyone lies. There, there you go. We have to. Boys <laughs> have. Yeah. You're born with it.
3: You have to. It's the first thing you do as a kid,
4: defense mechanism. The
3: first thing you learn as a human being is how to get away with stuff. They have to be corrected.
4: You got this guy in uh, North Carolina that had three thousand dollars worth of Halloween decorations stolen from his yard, mostly the animatronic stuff. The risk you take by leaving stuff in your front yard. One of them was returned. The Pennywise statue uh, was returned, but there's. I think, four or five other figures that are missing.
3: They're not done raping his toys. Right.
4: How does that go? You return it. There
3: you go. Here done you with go. the Pennywise. I'll be back tomorrow with the skeleton. Right. And they're all filled with my DNA now.
4: <laughs> John Devane lives in Greenwood, Arkansas. And uh, he and his family awoke to the smell of smoke inside their house about 3 a.m. They discovered it. the smoke was coming from a hole in their deck. Which apparently caught fire. Fane said the flames had been extinguished when the corner of the family's hot tub melted from the heat, causing the water to pour out of the hot tub onto the deck. This hole is carved out in the deck, and he says, I think it's a meteorite. (laughs) They went over there and they um, does it. The guy's like spelunking down there to see if there's anything in the hole, and it's a magnet. And it picks up, boop, a piece of rock. He pulls it cool. up and shows the guy. Uh, but it'll take a year for them on the investigation. That's how long wow. um, the U.S. Geological Survey process yeah. takes. And they
3: take their time. They're that they're that. I, job. Job. I guess no, they're so. Just they're just very meticulous. <laughs> I got an email that says, take it easy on the tamales, man. I get your beef, pardon the pun. Uh, it's not a thing you order in a restaurant. It's just not restaurant-type food. If they offer it, don't get it. But tamales are great. Nah. Mushy, weird, glop socks with a string Man, of, 50-50. of meat. Man, nope, it's 50-50. Nope, I'm 100% right. And everybody else is wrong if they like them that much because, again. I've had good ones. Oh, I've had good ones. But there's still no gift. It's no gift. It's like handing somebody Kraft macaroni and cheese. It's okay. It's not going to knock your socks off. But if I gave you that as a gift, you'd think, what a dick. Somehow or another, Mexicans have been getting away with us for years. And it's because of white guilt. Earl Navy said a big
5: building party. If I gave well, you if I if
3: <laughs> yeah. I if I came yeah. over and gave you homemade items that cost me about nineteen cents to make sixty seven dozen, <laughs> you'd be like this cheap bastard's getting away with murder. But because we're that guilty white bigots, we go, What a wonderful present. Thank you. Because we just assume you must not have much money.
5: It's the same thing at the well, I don't you've tamales never, are been, a you've never been to the border but it's the same thing at the border when you come street across street tacos and, or whatever right. well you get the you get the actual little tortillas The last thing I
3: mask. want as a Christmas present is something the border hands out.
5: I know. <laughs> well, I <mentioned> it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Something at the border is a treat <laughs> yeah, other than fentanyl which has some value. I'd rather try fentanyl they, than those They walk up and down the tamales. whole line
5: of cars like it like it's Vegas with those guys with the cards. Yeah.
3: Yep. Tortillas, jose tamales. Jose Mesa gives me tamale, one tamale every year. Oh, you cheap <laughs> son of a bitch. That's my Christmas present. It's cost you a penny. My, my wife, makes, she makes good tamales. And there are good tamales. But it is, let's be honest. Name your top ten Mexican treats. Not in there. You you might be struggling around ten to go, all right, but I'm cocked. Chips and salsa, the burritos, Negra Modelo, whatever that
1: is. <laughs> the beer. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> whatever that is.
4: I Jeez, where was your mind that? at? All you heard was the I don't know. Thing with it bread. just came out
1: of his
3: mouth. Like all right, <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> he likes black. Sometimes. He likes whatever <laughs> Modelo means, and the first part scared me. Yeah all that stuff you go beans and cheese and the Mexican rice and there's a billion things you never go to like a Mexican buffet and have tamales on there and put them on your plate never
5: well Mexican buffet Worst is the problem, too
3: present ever I speak for the whites thank you but no thank you get me a gift card to like something a rally bertos <laughs> one of the toes. Taco Bell anything with that weird bag of frozen blocks that turn into dirty wet socks when i'm done the making them.
5: Sisters are angry at your Vegas Taco Bell take because apparently yeah. they have a bar in okay. Taco Okay, Vegas is
3: not uh, we struggling with that. What, yeah, it Vegas was,
4: that was a counter or
5: something right. outside but really? Vegas oh. isn't
3: struggling with a, a need for bars.
4: <laughs> say, I, and it, by it, the way, it didn't look like the cleanest bar. No, either.
3: and it doesn't matter. Nothing there is. Here's another thing. Every time i have Taco Bell, i've either been drinking or i'm drinking currently. So I, I, if that's your go-to, I'm my only bar. Meet you at the Taco yeah. Bell bar. Who, who goes by the Taco Bell in, in Vegas fact, and goes? You know what I've never had? Taco Bell and alcohol. It's <laughs> mm. the only time I have Taco Bell. Price is nice. Yeah, Jack in the Box and Taco Bell. I don't know how they taste sober. I, I don't. I have no clue how Taco Bell tastes sober. I'm, I, I, I'm almost always drunk when I'm. It's in not Taco that Bell.
4: bad,
1: I can tell you. <laughs> well, I'm not. You, what? you what? have a different gauge, my friend. <laughs> Well, it's like Javier's or Taco Bell. Right. Uh, you know, Javier's I mean, has a bar. Yeah. Oh, Javier's. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's got a bar in it. Okay. I'm already drunk. That's why I'm at Taco Bell. Yeah, let's do the Taco Bell instead. Yeah, I don't need more bar. This is supposed to start bringing me home. This guy says, border tacos are the best. You know some... you know, uh, Kyle nails it. You know, speaking of tamales, you know something sucks... When the best the person defending it has is, I've had some good ones. <laughs> That's when something isn't great. <laughs> that means you've gone through a That time. little poor. You've struggled with a few. Like, like long, straight, it looks like a hair in the middle. We're getting close to that tamale season, and I'm out to tell you Mexicans, white people are just being nice. I'd rather get a fruitcake.
2: <laughs> this, no this is a pretty good idea
4: in Illinois. They're opening their first senior-only driver and motor vehicle service center. Mm. Age 70 and older.
3: This sounds like get it. It's going to take the line. a week to
4: get
1: through. Like, sounds come on like out some there. sort of a
3: camp. Well, if we get them all driving together, maybe we'll just crash up Derby and lose half the population. Let them
1: know.
0: You, I'd watch that. You can't. Uh, we're not going to renew your license. Yeah. We should do, I'm 75. I guess I have to take a driver's test. Yep, yep.
3: And then we'd put them at Bondurant. Oh, and like make the seventy. Awesome. You got to go around this thing ten times. If you come in fourth or worse, you can't have a license. Whatever it, the
1: new thing is, called? You know, all of them. Radford would, Racing, yeah, all of them would
3: go. Oh, this is the new driving test. you have to go over hundred the whole time. And if you come in fourth or less, you lose your license. So they're just breaking their necks to win.
1: Like those guys out at NASCAR that have their motorhomes. I'd have a motorhome out there just yeah, watching the double. whole time.
3: Imagine. It's time Alex. for si- silver uh, surfer races. Oh, They're just out there screaming amazing. around the track. Alex
5: did a teen defensive driving course where they put you through. They awesome. put slicks on the back of your tire and make you go into a spin. Awesome. Watching these teenage girls flip out as their car goes into a spin. Put the old people in that same oh. car.
3: Yes. It's good training. <laughs> like really I mean, test them yes. out. This is a spectator sport. Countersteer. What? Senior NASCAR. And you got it. you don't get a license without passing the test.
4: John, this might be something for you um, if the D-backs win the World Series. Okay. Aruba is giving away a lifetime souvenir. A free tattoo if you go to Aruba. Hey. Well, little vacation. You have to do it between uh, January 1st, 2024 through June 30th. Um, and you get a free tattoo at one of their participating tattoo parlors.
3: Okay. I'll fly to Aruba for my tattoo because... Where else can vacation. I get one? Yeah. Is
5: Aruba the one in the Mediterranean, or is it somewhere else? Where's the one?
3: Aruba, Jamaica. I think it's No, it's there. in the Caribbean. You're right. Yeah. I think so. It's not in the Mediterranean.
5: Which one is that?
3: It's up there in the... It's over there somewhere. Know, in the panhandle. There you go. Thank you. The Atlantic panhandle. Where the hell is it? It's over by Bermuda, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, no. It's there. it's in there. The, it's nice warm waters, tropical Aruba. No, it's. I think
1: it's down by Cuba. Bermuda. Uh, here
5: Where we're. Andrew Jones is from. No, uh, yeah.
1: no, it's by South America. Ah, yes. We're totally it's off. South, well, it's we're south, totally south, well, not really, because it's south of. Is it the Caribbean uh, like or is it
5: closer to South America? Uh,
1: yeah. South of Cuba. Caribbean, it's right here. Yeah. yeah.
5: That's South America. Oh, it's a lot like,
1: closer. Yeah. A lot closer. It, it is up. Curacao. I thought uh-uh. it
3: was closer to Puerto Rico. Well, that's way south. Okay. And it's bad. I'll fly over there for my free tattoo. That's a smart plan. <laughs>
4: Nineteen Crimes. The wine has just uh, revealed a special wine, a haunted wine.
2: is, mm,
4: <laughs> they've aged wine in a coffin. They say it's the world's first haunted wine. It's a
3: gimmick. Jerks. Their their uh, bottles look cool though, with the convicted killers on the front.
4: And then you you're done it with your phone. You can oh. uh, you, there's a QR code on them, and the
5: character comes alive
3: oh it does it Does
4: a little video of uh, who it's about it's pretty cool it it
5: sounds cool. like something postino would do
3: yeah it's gimmicky
5: did you see the couple uh the, they come out to all our stuff at uh friday night as the, as the, as the yeah, that's that rochelle. Yeah. Solid.
3: yeah that was great rochelle and uh yeah they were they're always awesome that was a good look she had the postino shirt yeah I, I, I don't remember much of friday either
5: he had uh, uh tevas and and uh, like wool socks
3: yeah looks smart <laughs> looks smart <laughs> The Gilbertsons. All right, Brady, what do you got?
4: I got a couple of radio videos. Is the first, do uh, you still have the uh, the baptism?
3: Yes, I have the baptism.
4: This is the way it's done. <laughs> they it should start a new tradition on this one. Kids love it. If you're going to get your baby baptized, it's this pretty, is how you do it.
3: Holy cow. Ready? All right. The dude in the dress room. infant. Oh my god, he's dunking
0: him down in that. <laughs> 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 and that's a full on him. dunking. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of <laughs> waste of that little baby is. Then, he, then he pulls the whole Lion
3: King deal <laughs> yeah. with it and holds him up for everybody to see the wet baby. Is this
2: baby.
4: the mom? Is that the mom?
2: Yeah. Oh. yeah. She's like,
4: I'm out of here. Is it, a... uh, <laughs> boom? All
1: right, that's when I would go to watch just. Is that Wallace Shawn dunking
4: him? Is this a... <laughs> it is.
1: This baby has to go inside.
4: And, and I thought on Wallace it's the back of his. Or Danny DeVito could be Danny truck. DeVito. I that was was his penguin. face back there? Like he's got his own face on <laughs> the back of his robe. That's but Oswald it's Cobblepot. Not.
2: <laughs>
3: well, that's the strangest thing. I still find that to be one of the strangest ceremonies of all time, too.
5: Yeah, me too. Or the one where they dip the thumb in the water and then they just cross they start it with smashing it. like, in the face. How does that, that do anything? It does None of it does anything.
4: <laughs> next one's a, a roofer. This guy's got six stacks of shingles. On his thousand pounds, I can't sad. imagine how heavy it is. He's,
2: he's, working working he's, he's going course up, the- and he avoids something That's here. The music, look
0: at that. He's got oh, oh, he's so heavy, the roof caved
2: in. He he was going to make it Oh yeah Look
3: at this Steps on the plywood And his 400 pounds worth
5: of materials Goes crashing through the roof By the way, your theory coming through I swear I heard Corazon in this Oh,
3: Corazon is in every song (laughs) (laughs) Something about going to work I heard Trabajo this guy says, John, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I've worked at Macayo's for years, and I think in all those years, I've served maybe 100 tamales compared to tacos, fajitos, burritos, tostadas, carne asada. I've sold an incomparable amount of those. Tamales are probably the least sold until Christmas, which confirms it's just the worst gift ever. Thank you. I don't know, Juan's here saying, keep your fruitcake, yeah. your fruit. I'll take the tamale any day of the week. I knew
0: that was coming.
4: I would go... I would go tamale over fruitcake.
0: David
3: says, John, I happen to love tamales, but keep in mind, I was hooked on meth for four and a half years of my life, so maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah, meth had to lead a lead to tamale like nothing. I just don't get it as a gift. They're fine. They're not as tasty as, like, we all act excited like we're getting them. It's mush and a string of meat. A small string of meat and mush.
5: My white ass
3: loves tamales, right. Holmberg. Worst gift ever. <laughs> you like them, but it's not a present. Mm. Again, if I came over to your house with some mashed potatoes, you'd be like, what's this? Merry Christmas. You're an asshole. Get out of here. Keep my tamales name out your mouth. <laughs> just saying. Not a good present. I made you a thousand tamales. What was that? Eight, nine dollars, maybe? High end? Is there any meat in it or is it just a mushy sock? I have to I have to be careful with the meat. Yeah. You, you get a part, portion out that meat. Then you'd crack it open and it's just peeling up how you make a thousand just making a mess in your hands from that
5: slagging on tamales and sweet potato casserole in the same morning (laughs) hello beth
3: (laughs) yeah you know she likes it because she's boring too (laughs) she's a bland individual tamales are not good if they were good we'd eat them all year if sometimes in my july birthday mexican people be like ah i know you like these and give them to me as a present they don't they know I get a bag of tamales in July. I'd be pissed off. What is this? It's your present, you cheap son of a bitch.
4: Last video is a guy uh, trying to stop traffic. Gets out of his car. No boy, waving down one car. This is road rage, isn't it? F
3: around and find out. Post is it? All right. He gets out of the car. Walks to the car behind. Oh, he gets hit by another
0: car. He was going to peel the guy. He was going to peel the guy out of. Oh, and then he gets spun over the top of the car. He
3: was going to fight. Oh, that's the weirdest thing in the world, that sound. What is he thinking? Just walking around in traffic, getting
4: mad at the guy behind him. Slipped on pulling the handle, I guess.
0: Yeah. Just amazed at how
5: how quick 200 pounds can go flying. thrown.
3: Oh, my God. That's crazy. Half camel twist. I can't. People are emailing me the the video of the American hockey player that got his throat cut by the... Oh, yeah. And they're saying that it might have been intentional. They're looking at the, maybe the wow. guy kicked you him. Not to kill it. him, not to kill him, but to, I can't. As many of the Brett videos that I've seen, yeah. throat slice stuff. Well,
5: we showed you the one from a few years ago. Yeah. The,
3: the well, you Brett don't player? actually see it, and then his neck just, just starts bleeding. Yeah. This one is evidently pretty obvious oh. that it's a it's a hit with the skate. And he died. He's in England. The dude passed away. I guess he played here for a couple of years. Nuts. Ugh.
4: Got any, Brent? Jamie nah,
3: Sanchez or Jaime okay. Sanchez says, I agree, tamales are a terrible gift, but honestly, I've never heard of anyone giving them out as gifts. That's food for family gathering.
1: No, lots of people give them out as gifts.
5: Ohmberg, not your class. Most of us use our food stamps to make those anyway. <laughs> I don't want
3: those at all. <laughs> I do not want those
5: at all. Yuck. I wouldn't give them as a present to you. I'd sell you a dozen of them,
3: though. <laughs> yeah, see, I appreciate the entrepreneurial... Uh, uh, ambition in that tamales
2: bleh.
4: it's like um you know here it's like christmas cookies uh, it's christmas season there's families that make like mo yeah, family made, those hey, are just decorative cookies that are Jay's available all the time yeah. in the giant but that's the southwest but still you know, there's still kind of an element of that
3: heath bars with like a tree on them they're not like only during the, you can still kind of get most of that stuff
4: but people drop all those years. off. It's, I that, know, that's but people that's, people that's not the like. same.
3: No, it's nothing's the same. Because I'll still eat an Oreo. This one just happens to have a little decoration on it. But Oreos, all if you have to get Oreos in the. Well, I'll eat Oreos if you get tamales and the are like, what is this? A Christmas leftovers. The Terry says uh, you're going to roast me, but I buy uh, tamales off the side of the road all year long. That phrase right there tells me it's garbage. If you got to buy them off the side of a street, that's a that's a drug road deal. Road tamales? Tell that on, to get that's get sh- cocaine. You buy cocaine? Shingle. You buy cocaine and uh, gently used condoms off the sides of roads. It's nothing clean coming off the side of the street. Stop it. It's a joke gift. My dad said, as a Mexican man, uh, since they were poor, that's what you got to unwrap for Christmas. <laughs> it's a poor person's gift. Okay. It's appreciated. It's the thought that counts. But come on. Let's, uh, we as whites have to stop being so damn excited about it. It's not. You know, everybody's got that. I you have me-
4: tried to bar the fruitcake for years, but <laughs> it still makes it around. fruitcake sucks, and I'll throw I it at you it's if you same, give me I think there's five of them that rotate
5: yeah, around.
3: Nobody's it. ever eaten any of that. Garbage.
4: Yeah. So they're like you
5: and your popcorn maker.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, passed around. yeah. Which wasn't your popcorn maker.
5: <laughs> That's right. It just keeps rude getting is it. All that was. Rude.
3: <laughs> I have uh, wealthy Mexican friends and they still try to pass that crap off on me every once in a while. I'm like, all right. You guys have Because they money. don't want it either. Here yeah, you just go. Just give me a gift card to a restaurant. If you're going to hand out presents or just nothing at all. Because now I got to go. And then in February, I go back in my freezer and I'm like, oh yeah, there's these wet socks in here. I guess if. Covid comes back, I'll have a couple of meals. Or if there's an apocalypse or something, it's not a present. If I gave you a bag of candy corn, like six of them, (laughs) what are you doing? Here's my present. Happy holidays. Here's my happy holidays present. You'd be like cheap mother effer. Only shows up around the holidays. Here you go, some candy corn, six. I don't want to go crazy on you know cost. It's like war rations. No, spam. Yeah, it's eight oh seven. I'm mad at tamales. I have been for years. I just finally came <laughs> out with it last year. My anger's like that's enough. Got a freezer full of them. And they're they're okay. Hand those a, out for the holidays. They're okay. That's what I'm saying. I'd be a dick to do that. Regift tamales. Nobody <laughs> likes them that much. They're okay. You want to impress me? Come by with a, like a quesadilla or some, like a little steak quesadilla from Richardson's. Hot diggity. I'll take that right in the silver box. A little warm on the bottom. I don't care. It travels. Wawa, wow. <laughs> What's this? I'm Mexican and here's some uh, delicious steak quesadillas. Now we're
0: talking. Here, I made this out of mush, corn, and a string of meat. <laughs> oh, what is it? It's tamales. Ugh. Do I dip it in anything? See?
3: You bringing me the sauce? No. Oh, I gotta provide half the meal anyway. (laughs) I don't know what sauce you like. Uh, I don't know the kind that goes over an enchilada. Why don't you go get me an enchilada and I can. Then I'll provide sauce. I gotta drive all the way over to Ariba's. (laughs) Can I have some sauce for whatever a tamale goes in? No, it's just salsa.
0: John, you realize Brady's
5: bought into this—the white version of it, which is a wrapped. Frozen turkey buried in the ground and then picked (laughs) up a day later. (laughs) In an uncooked
0: (laughs) salmonella
3: turkeys from teenagers dig
2: holes.
3: (laughs) Terrible idea. Brady will eat your. You bring Brady food as a neighbor and it's. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, he likes that. He's like an Asian now.
5: Like mom always said, John, watch out for the tamales with razors and fentanyl in them.
3: (laughs) Right. I don't eat homemade food (laughs) from somebody. I made this at home. Like, you got cats? See? Okay. Okay. Nope. It'd be no. 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 No, not cats? anymore. No. That's why you have tamales is because I don't have cats anymore. It's cat meat, does not it? See?
5: Yeah, yeah, gringo. Tamales versus
3: <laughs> Swedish meatballs. Give oh. me the tamales. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, this is where I'm not some Zionist. I know our food sucks. <laughs> How come you can't admit it? I would never hand out IKEA meatballs and say it's tradition.
0: <laughs> big, uh, back
3: in a package. <laughs> Swedish food gravy. is awful. <laughs> Kuka korv and that salt meat, that litfisk garbage. I, I don't know what. That's a Christmas tradition, too, and it's horrible. So I can admit it. If I was Swedish and started handing out salt fish, dry white fish, you'd be pissed off. And that's what tamales are. You're playing that Mexican card. You're playing the race card on us with the food. I see what you're up to. And we can't be mad about it because then we look like bigots. Well, I'm not afraid of that. Oh, it's a bad gift. Stop it. At least provide the sauce. Don't give me a bag of frozen... Socks, and say it's up to you now to make them taste good. Yeah,
4: get a half gallon jug of paste. <laughs> right, Leave that, right, right. whatever nice. it is.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you dip it in, but I ain't. I know I ain't eating, eating those socks raw. It's going to laundry after you take your socks out of the washer and put them in your mouth and tell me it's not the exact same texture.
4: They should do the Christmas colors on it, do like green and red. Don't even like, make the
3: effort. like tube socks. That's how bad a gift it is. They don't even like put in like a, a Feliz Navidad on it and some sort of syrup. Nah, it's another three pennies. You can't <laughs> telling. You it's the worst gift ever. Get you your orders in for the holiday. I admire it because you've been getting away with it for years. But that five gallon Home Depot bucket of mush that you're stirring it in in the back. I know what's going on. It's a garbage present. Don't even bother. I remember a landscaper that came by and started handing out all that stuff. And he pretended he didn't speak English, even though all all year long we talked. <laughs> Christmas time he comes
0: by
3: and says, Tomales? And I'm like, oh that's grassy ass, I said back because I'm like, suddenly you don't speak English, we've been talking all year. See. Sí. And I'm like, uh, what do I put this in? See. Sí. Well don't. See. Sí. And then he just leaves, like, you mother, you're getting away with murder here. <laughs> and the language barrier only exists when you know you've given me something stupid. Sorry, I'm on the tamale thing. It's getting close. We're a month and a half away from those starting to show up. There goes your Brady report. It's 98KUPD. Get something, something. Check out Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast at 98KUPD.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Thanks, Ozzy. Good costume. Sure get a couple little Ozzy Osbournes at your door tomorrow, which is a funny one if your kids are still searching. Dress them up like Ozzy. Especially if they're under the age of four, because they walk the exact same way. That'll be a hilarious thing to see, walking up the drive. Uh, Being a gee now, because he's doing tai chi. He's not doing tai chi. They're dressing him up. <laughs> he's not doing tai chi of, with any effect at all. Now he's trying to do something to keep his brain active. I appreciate that because you can't shut him down. It's going to get ugly.
1: Strike first, strike hard. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah. I, I'm not too worried. That, uh, he doesn't need to necessarily get into the martial arts outside of anything other than just staying active. My buddy Winston texts me he says I've never heard of tamales as gifts. He said, "But I do buy eight dozen for myself from now until around Christmas." And I said, "It's a poor people presents, Winston, and I'm tired of pretending it's a good one." And he says, "Maybe it's just Mexican uh, people giving it to whiteies as a joke that's exactly what i'm saying he gets it how come african americans don't get free tamales from their mexican friends because they're not mad at them i don't trust it it's like the indians started to sell blankets like and white women ate them up i'm like are you cr-? it's a trap they're not even hiding it they're giving blankets back didn't you read do you read bugs you ever been to school if I was an Indian, I'd be giving out blankets to white women like crazy and laughing hysterically when they say, My
0: skin itches.
3: <laughs> Got her. Not doing that. Fry bread. We're white. We have to be super self aware. The fact that we've we'll oppressed just about everyone on this planet. Free gifts from the group you've oppressed, as smile, nod, and say thank you and walk away and
0: throw it out. An Indian comes by and hands me food and blankets. I know what's going on here. Not dumb. Uh,
3: lovely gesture now. Thank you. How? Whatever you do to say goodbye. And you leave. And then you throw that stuff out. You burn the blanket, for God's sakes.
0: I did this on my own loom. <laughs> okay.
3: You still got one of Anyway, that's lovely. It's from a tradition. The Great Spirit speaks to me. I want to give you a gift. You want to kill me. I'm not dumb. I ain't doing it. It's not happening. And if I, my black friends texted me, telling me Mexicans never gave me any free tamales, I'm like, that's ah, a trap.
0: <laughs>
3: Come on to it. Think about it, Mexicans. Would you trust us if we just started bringing homemade food to you out of the blue? What's Whitey up to, you'd be thinking. And you'd be right.
4: Here's a jar of my homemade mayonnaise. Yeah,
3: here's what I made, I made some mayonnaise and <laughs> pineapple juice. Here, we, we love this stuff. Here's some fried eggs. We love these. Is that salsa or any hot sauce? No, no, no. God, Lord, no. I'm, not, I'm just plain eggs. Thank you? Yeah, I made you some eggs. Okay. You'd toss that immediately. No, yolk, just egg whites. No, just We're big whites. On egg whites. Yeah. <laughs> the yolks are bad for your cholesterol, Pedro.
0: <laughs> yes. He gave us a bag of whites. Uh, it's symbolic. I'm not <laughs> eating this. Of
3: course, of course you wouldn't toast? eat
0: Toast? Of course you wouldn't eat it. <laughs> we
3: got. I made you some avocado toast, and here's a Pellegrino. <laughs> Thank you, whites. No problem, Pedro. And you throw it away because you'd be right. <laughs> Bigoted warfare. I know what's going on around here. I see you. I know. The jig is up. It's time somebody said something. I'll take the I'll take the slings and arrows of this argument all day long. Oh, you're so awful. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least I'm alive. I'm safe. I know what's going on. Why would my menial task workers want to please me with a present? They want me to have diarrhea. <laughs> and busting their hump all year in the summer sun. I've got another leak here with my, uh... I don't know what it is. You'll figure it out,
1: Pedro. Dig! See?
3: On Christmas comes, he's going to get a special tamale. No thanks. I'll tap and I'll just, thank you very much. Put that right in the garbage. Thank
0: That's you the smell. Much. Oh, I trimmed your sisu trees. <laughs> I trimmed your sisus. <laughs> it might have gotten on the tamales. <laughs>
3: That's why they smell like, you know... Well, I'm going to devour these the second you leave, Pedro. Clunk. (laughs) Right in the bottom of the can. Uh, It's 8.32. We got ourselves a Guadalupe replay. Uh, It was Caitlin's birthday this weekend. She had a big shindig. OJ was in there. George W. Bush threw out the first pitch of the World Series Friday night. He was here. Uh, Gosh, I don't know who else. Who else was in there? Oh, Brady had his new square. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, let's get to it. It's your Guadalupe replay, everybody. It's ninety-eight KUPD.
5: Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I've heard enough of this. KUPD.
0: Holmberg's morning sickness.
2: You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil.
0: Sitting right here. Come on. No, I'm... no, he's no, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight KUPD.
3: All right, everybody.
0: World Series
3: is in town. Our brains are operating on one thing and one thing only, and that's just making sure if we like the game, we get to see it, and if we don't, we get to avoid all the nightmare that comes with it. And that's where Brady comes in. He's here to help you guys learn and become better people through all of this chaos. Is that right, Brady? Yes. It's time for what would Brady? <laughs> what What Brady do? So you got some work to do today. Hmm? Oh boy. Oh yeah where to start we got halloween we got death. We death all right here we go ready ready it's a serious one i'll get through it as quick as i can it's long it says uh been with my wife for 12 years on and off uh we've been uh, very up and down She's a good person. Her only issue is unhappiness. She's depressed. She deals with that through alcohol. I'm an ex-sailor. I can drink. And I used to be able to drink back in the day. She puts the ex-sailor in me to shame. I'm talking about a 30-pack a day. Damn. Can you imagine? i God. got you. Uh, She got sick about three years ago. Started having seizures. Her first was the very day I moved into my new home. Uh, she was told drinking would kill her. And then she was just my girlfriend, but she didn't have good insurance at all. So I figured since we had been together uh, off and on, I cared about her very much. Uh, I loved her to the extent of realizing she needed my help. My insurance is brilliant. I would save her by marrying her. She stopped drinking, it was very difficult. Uh, Lately, she's relapsed. I fought to help keep her sober, but I'm at my wits' end. I can't watch her do this to herself anymore, and I don't want to be the guy that quits. When things get really tough. Leaving would be a real bad move, especially knowing her drinking will start a full tilt. One of the seizures will eventually kill her, but staying would slowly hurt both of us, and she's going to end up going anyway. If I leave, she'll die for sure. If I stay, the slow burn uh, will be useless in a relationship that's going to fail. What would you do in this? Please give me some advice. GJ.
4: I mean, I would say this, that um, if you are to chose to leave... And you're thinking she's going to die. That is still on her. That does not die because you're leaving. Yeah. But um, I appreciate the fact that you've been more than patient. Yeah. You know, more than patient with the whole situation.
3: But Jeez, more importantly, I mean, he needs to recognize he's codependent and he's also yeah, uh, she, enabling a lot of this by sticking around. You need to get her into a facility, and you need to get yourself sure. help too because you're uh, equally as damaged by being her her provider and her comfort mattress. Like you you've got a bigger problem than she does right now. You don't realize it that, that Al-Anon thing is for you and uh, you need to start thinking about maybe going to a therapist to see how you can break this pattern yourself because you you're part of it. This I mean, is-
4: uh, you know, it's just natural for a lot of people that oh, I can help this person. I want to be the
3: then you get locked in. Yep. And you can't be the dick that leaves when you realize this person doesn't want to help themselves. It's the first thing they say about addiction.
4: And then you put it on yourself like, well, if I leave, then they're going to... It's, it's
3: not your fault. It's
4: not your fault. not your fault.
3: And uh, uh, alcoholism is the person's choice to change.
4: She has to know it if she's she does. been
3: struggling. It's a disease. So,
4: and she's got... The only one that can change that is her.
3: Yep. That's the first thing they say. You, No one can change them. Maybe time for an intervention, but mostly take care of yourself right now cuz you're an enabler. You're in this as much as she is. You have become codependent in a huge way.
1: Well, and they have to want to change, too. Right. It's not And, and they're not going to just right. because you're wishing that away.
3: Oh, well, that's a tough one, man, but you look, you take care of you right now. Yep. And that'll fix that, but you you have to recognize the things that are making this easier for her to be the way she is. You know, you're providing something for her making it worse. You need to go get real super help from a therapist. And
4: hopefully you uh, have talked to her about that. Look, I, oh, can't, yeah. I can't help you. Don't be afraid to talk to her yeah, about
3: that. That's where the intervention comes in because yeah. they're not hearing any of actual rational one-on-ones you're going to lose me stuff. They and can,
4: if you haven't had one, give it a yeah. shot. Have someone help you with it.
3: Sorry, that's happening. All right, here's another one. Uh, dear Brady, my wife is having an affair. I followed her to lunch last Monday. She had a lunch meeting some reason, I was like, that doesn't seem right. Uh, And the lunch meeting was in her car. She pulled up in a parking lot. Where'd that go? Pulled up in a parking lot, sat in the car. Then a guy came over and got in her car, and I watched her head drop and disappear. About 12 minutes later, pop back up. A guy uh, gives her a hug outside the car, gets back in his car and leaves. And technically, it's my car, by the way. Here's the issue. I don't care. I don't want to deal with a divorce. I really don't think it's uh, that bad of an idea that she's doing this and just making sure she's pleased. Uh, should I tell her I know that this is going on, that I don't really mind the sexual nature of her life? We still get along great outside of that. See if we can arrange something where she's allowed to do whatever she wants. But if she leaves, there's some sort of discount. Discount? Gregory. You know, like you know, you're know, you not going to get hammered as hard. Like, if, use it for a, a leverage. She's doing all the wrong. Right. Use it for a little leverage. Well, how about, that's not a bad idea, really, yeah. to get in midway through, go, all right, we need to reset, rework the deals of this uh, contract. I know what you're doing. Doesn't bother me. Sex is not, like, sometimes people sexually are... Like, yeah, she's going to do her own thing and eh, as long as you don't bring home anything, if I'm happy with what's going on and you need something else, go get your meal somewhere. I mostly hear it from the other side. Right. Huh? This is a strange one. Yeah. So then you rework a contract with some lawyers maybe and say, all right, uh, we're totally cool with this being a thing, uh, but if she just, because women will get attached. She's going to get attached, right?
4: I'll tell you this. You Good luck on that. Yeah, it's going to be tough. The minute you bring that up, she's like, well, no, I'm not going to do that. You know what? Let's just have it right now then. Yeah. If it's, you know, that's the main thing too. Don't fool yourself. So that. you don't bring it up. I don't. If you're fine with, you don't if care. He's truly yeah. fine. You don't with, care. Like he's saying in the letter, then.
3: But, he... it, but okay? Devil's advocate. It's
4: gonna bother. It's gonna be. I, I, I find gonna, it hard that it doesn't bother. What's
3: gonna bother you more than the affair part is that she's got to lie to you all the time. You can stop her from being a sneak by saying I don't mind. But is he truly okay with it? If he's that's emailing what I'm saying. I don't buy. I, don't I think buy he's, he's emailing in saying he's. What I he's a,
4: saying is like there's a party that want to say you know what I know what you're
3: doing right and it's just like just and stop I, lying I, about oh, it. Like yeah. that would bother me. But that's probably why it's bothering. But that's probably that would
4: be the biggest thing that bothered me. Not the the actual actions. It's one thing, but right. the fact the deceiving it's and living this lie. that, yeah. sure, sure,
3: but it yeah. hurts. Sure, but. If you know, and then she's doing it now, you're like, okay, this is getting, I just need to tell her. Like, your, your, your sex thing. I We had a co-worker here who called me once and said his wife said uh, he wasn't very sexual. She was. Yeah. And she asked if she could kind of have some side stuff with a guy she has a physical connection with at work, but doesn't want anything to do with him as a person. She still wanted to be with him. And he goes, I don't mind that. And he asked me, and I'm like, I don't, I don't. I can't answer that. That's a situation I'd have yeah. to be in to, to know. I don't know how I'd react right. to that. And he's like, I don't mind it. I'm like, give it a try. I said, but that's kind of brave for her to tell you, you know. Because women, uh, to me, I don't think a woman can separate that without starting to feel something maybe. Because of the emotional Man, they might tie. start liking that world and like the grass greener. such. And it's just that men do it too. But I mean, Here's they one ended thing up getting is- divorced for something completely different. Well, that didn't help. But it's, but it's just yeah, they certainly just maybe they weren't supposed to connect that way because one's crazy about, and she was like very sexual evidently, and he wasn't at all. He was almost asexual. He's like it doesn't, it's not important to me at all. There are guys out there not like us where it's like it doesn't bother me at all to have nothing. Sure, for a couple of years, whatever. I don't care.
4: Well, that's what uh, I was going to say. The next thing is, I mean, ask yourself what what would your perfect case scenario be in in the relationship yeah. what do you want out of this relationship and yeah. if that's part of it and you're fine with that then you know but to do let you her tell know, her i well, why i don't think it uh
3: yeah i just tell her like look you don't have to lie or sneak around
4: yeah i would get that out do what you do i'd rather be someone be open and yeah. and, uh, and just know and, it all and say you know what, and how do you think we should handle and this?
3: yeah and ask her how, how do you want yep. this to unfold like what's your goal here are you are you moving on or it's just a fling or what's going because sexually it doesn't bother me at all I'm not a lot of some
1: people who are not emotional that way like yeah. sex
3: is not a, they're very separate from
1: that being a, the tie that binds I just collect all the evidence and that way if it does go yeah. south then you just go there you go it doesn't it doesn't matter. do much yeah it doesn't really
3: does do she cheating on yeah, you yeah it doesn't yeah. really in court when you're splitting things nope, up nope it's half it can be yeah Oh. You can have reasons like they're the reason it happened. Then you just get into lawyer fights. Oh.
1: I just get in half now. To hell with it. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I waste your time. Yeah, but there's that, that a good part point. too. There is the just, And that's well, why I was saying. Waste your time. Ask
4: what you want. Yeah, you know. Right. Because he's saying. I think. Uh, other than that, we get along. Yeah. Everything's at home great. And everything. Well, you know. But, and in fairness, but that's gonna. You, that's gonna fester if you just don't. All pay relationships are all, address it.
3: They all have that thing where everybody's like, "Oh, it's not about sex," and that's not. It's and but. That's it's a big thing. The man. only thing that can screw it up this badly. And it can make a mess of things, too. Yeah. Uh, dear Brady, got drunk at a local radio host's show Friday night. <laughs> Three people from my work went with me. I got really messy and I kissed my boss and told him I wanted him. I have to go to work again tomorrow. I don't know if she wrote this yesterday or today. I'm mortified. I like him, but when I drink, I get really horny. And Friday, I was having so much fun. I was kind of dancing with him, and the next thing you know... Uh, by the way, it was nice to meet you and Brett. Oh. You too. I don't <gasps> remember a sloppy made No, no I didn't no. make out with no. her. Okay. Uh, he went home to his family, and I've been in cringe mode since Friday night. Uh, help me, Tandy. Do you remember meeting Tandy? No. Uh,
1: we need some pictures of Tandy. Yeah. We Send him pictures in D-Toledo and then he'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, D-Toledo will take care of this. <laughs> um, I would say... Oh, imagine if you made out with Trip.
3: Friday night at the show, <laughs> and you got to come in here. Oh, baby! Really
4: uncomfortable, but uh, my guess would be, um, well, here's what you I hope not happen is like they want to take it to the next yeah, level. No. I think it's just a forgotten, ignore night. It, it, like it didn't night.
3: happen. Yep, yep. play drunk, drunk girl. You don't even remember you, it. You'll,
4: you could. There's a good chance you can get that
3: excuse. Yeah. You get a, that
4: hall pass. Your
3: coworkers have to shut up. You have to act like you don't remember it. That's the thing. Hopefully your coworkers don't listen to the show and know that you do remember it? it. Well, of course they saw it if she was doing it at work. And then he's more afraid because if he was grinding up against you and you running home to his family, yeah. he doesn't want to bring it up. This can die. Let this sneak off into the ether and just be a non-thing.
4: It's just rolling think, there like oh. nothing happened.
3: Here's another one. What
4: a fun time. What tonight. a great
3: night. Man, I don't remember anything. And make it clear. Did you have fun Friday? I can't remember. I'm sorry I think if I did. I did. And just say, I'm sorry if I did anything stupid.
4: I drank. I was taking these yeah. pills for my yeast infection. Yeah. I should have never.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> yep. Just ignore that.
4: Bad reaction.
3: Uh, dear Brady, my Halloween costume for Tuesday is risque. My work is having a Halloween costume party too. So are we Tuesday. And I'm going as Wilma Flintstone. But it's slutty, sexy Wilma Flintstone, and I pull it off. I got big cans, great legs, and natural red hair. Don't
1: believe it. Send in pictures. Yeah, you got at 98
3: <laughs> The prize for best costume at work is an extra week of PTO. Do we have that? No. Well, I'm not going to that stupid party tomorrow. Ugh. Should I risk sharing uh, with my coworkers that I'm a secret piece of ass? I'm the quiet nerd at work in the corner. They have no idea I'm a rocker, former stripper, and I look great. What would Brady do? A-L-R.
1: <laughs> win that contest. Go get your week off. Man. Slut. Easy. Brady be sending <laughs> pictures in to toledo at 90 Let's com. take a look at this
3: uh, Wilma outfit and see <laughs> if you even have a chance to win that. Slutty Wilma. That dress Wilma wore was kind of tramp. Yeah. Very uh, short. Yeah, you go for the PTO, uh, right?
4: Just the, uh, I don't know, the the point of her rolling in and the regular office women that are expecting to dominate oh, the thing. Yeah.
3: yeah, and that's another get thing. blown out of the water. A competitive girl who's kind of a quiet worker. It's that movie where the girl with the ponytail and yep. glasses is all of a sudden the hottest girl at school. You open yourself up to that. Look forward to a promotion. Yeah. It's kind of like when Superman leaves the Clark Kent body. Know, it is. Yeah, it's she's just that quiet little nobody in the corner. I believe the name is Selena Kyle. She she was Catwoman. But remember, she was just some nerd at the office. Then she became that leathery, sexy thing.
1: All right.
3: Go win that contest, you slut. Damn right. You work hard to look good. We think. We think. We don't great big. a lot of women that say, I got great big cans, also have a belly and like double chins and... Your hands are resting oh, on their belly. Your hands are, yeah. they look bigger than they are because they're sitting on top of a shelf of fat. <laughs> but, you know, she's going Wilma. Wilma's a tough one to be chubby with. If you were, if you were the fat friend, you'd be Betty. That's Rosie O'Donnell's character. Mm. I gotta see this Wilma. Send it over there. D Toledo at 98. <laughs> ALR, we need to see that too. D Toledo's gonna blow up today. Uh, speaking of blowing up, what will Brady do is brought to you by your friends at m Guns. Uh, and uh, Mo Money Pond. They have a special thing you told me. Yeah, was it? Byron
1: was messaging me yesterday saying uh, they're doing a, di- a Diamondbacks thing. So anytime the D-backs win, 10% off anything in the store the
2: next day. The whole thing goes that's, down 10%. That's what we said, right. 10%. So, so
3: Diamondbacks won. So right now, up until 5 o'clock today, everything's 10% off? Uh, no, I think it starts today. Just the next day. I believe oh, gotcha. it starts today. Okay. So if they win today, I believe so. I don't know. got to win. 10% off until Make game time tomorrow. Yep. All right. Beautiful. And that's inside m Guns and Mo Money Pond. So you can head on over there, 12th Street and Indian School, uh, if the Diamondbacks win. If they don't win, still good deals over there all over the place. So we thank them. That's pretty smoke. And go D-backs. Let's get that money off. And we can steal a base. We get free tacos. Yeah. We get 10% off. And then, uh, this is great. Mo Money Pond brings you uh, What Would Brady Do? And you're all a disaster. Stop drinking. Stop slutting. Stop horning around. Send pictures to De Toledo. But if you are doing all that, yeah, fire him over there their Toledo. His... Specifically designed his email for this. Uh, it's nine thirty-one. There you go. That, my friends, is exactly what Brady did. That was what Brady did. It's not weird. It's
5: pretty cool. Actually, no membership fee. I've heard enough of this.
2: sickness you've been deceived by an agent of satan himself he's evil
0: sitting right here come on no um, no he's not he's not evil he's just a bit rude monday
3: one day closer to halloweener tomorrow slutty wilma still waiting for the photos slutty wilma's a solid costume especially as a stripper i could see that going a, a
1: right direction prizes await yeah tell toledo check his email i want to
3: see
0: yeah <laughs> <Get> richard <laughs>
1: Uh, This one says, uh,
3: hey, John, is it true you're converting from the Cubs to the Snakes? I apologize. I'm in construction. I don't get to listen all the time. Uh, Is the bet you lost real, or is this just a change of heart? Either way, welcome aboard. Go D-backs. If you reply, uh, please uh, do it to my email. I want to share my story of why I left the Dodgers for the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Back in May, I made the hollow claim that I would become a Diamondbacks fan if these Diamondbacks went to the World Series because they killed that bird. When you kill a bird twice in twenty years, same team, and then they end up in the World Series, there's a tradition developing there that I actually can get behind. And I'm mad at the Cubs ownership. They are loyalty sucks is what I call them. And they the drain tattoo? you. They drain you. Oh, don't start on the tattoo yet. Let's not. <laughs> that's coming. Megan's gonna kill three me. more wins. Oh, I, I'm, it's not. It's me. Have that big berry Wood on my chest. I'm doing it.
1: Hello, fans. <laughs>
3: With hey fan written under it.
0: (laughs) Hey fan!
3: I wish my tattoo had like a, like you could say it the way he did. (laughs) And then the tattoo walks away from you and your dad. Anyway, uh, it's uh, all right there in front of me. So we'll see. Diamondbacks tonight, 5 o'clock start time. It's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And I told you the story earlier Friday night leaving copper blues in a pair of high heels, a dress with my friends and those idiot frat kids that were sitting at the bottom of the stairs trying to pick fights with people, calling me the homo F-word, just for walking by them. All we did was walk by. Jay has a great way of saying they're interviewing you for a job you don't want. Uh, what's the best thing that can happen when you protect your macho behavior? I'm a man. This guy can't call me that. Yeah, you got a smart mouth. But the best thing to do, the big win there, is the most self defense thing you can do is leave it alone. What is the best thing that could happen? I wander over there and beat up the kid that called me the homo F-word. While well, his other six friends stand by and do nothing. Chances are that's not going to happen. If they've got courage to do garbage like that, the best thing you can do is leave. A Miyagi was right. You learn to fight so you don't have to. That's the key to the whole thing. And they teach all that stuff up there. We've been through so many scenarios, so many scenarios. And the funny part was watching my friend Marty turn around like, what? And I'm like, it's not worth it, man. We have no idea why they're so confident. They have no idea what we can do to them, and they have no idea, or we have no idea why they're that way. One of them probably has a knife, and you start beating up the kid that's talking, and the next thing you know, you're catching it in the back of the head. You don't want to do that. Uh, We go through those de-escalation seminars all the time, and it is eye-opening, and it is life-changing because that mentality has not, I was drunk, and it still took over my brain first go walk away. This isn't worth it. You don't know them. They'll be out of your lives the second you turn that corner, and all this is over you're not you're not uh, standing up for anything by getting into that garbage that kid'll get his someday big time if he keeps it up, you just want to go talk to him, learn all that stuff it does it 's a mental change as drunk as I was, my brain still defaulted to get out of here, and it isn 't cowardly and it isn 't anything else it 's smart. They teach you to be a smarter version of yourself that 's self defense You can get in great shape doing all the training, doing all the drills. The true self-defense was I didn't have to do anything about that. I got to my room. I laid down. I went to sleep. No harm, no foul. And you know what? Still a dude. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, it's an awesome thing to have your brain start working that way rather than the dumbest possible way, which is escalating a situation. They teach it to you first day. Head on over there, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, Entertainment.
4: Magic Johnson is now the fourth pro-athlete to uh, reach billionaire status. Number four. Michael Jordan, LeBron James,
3: and Tiger Woods. The only three athletes to hit a billion through sports. Shaq, it's right around the corner. But Magic, there's got to be another, like we don't know, guy who invested in computers or crypto or something. Didn't hit a billion dollars. Used to play yeah, soccer or something yeah, over, you know, yeah, like, like a, a European. So they're American athletes, but it's crazy.
4: Disney released an official first look at its live-action Snow White remake with Rachel Ziegler. Ziegler. And, um, you know, I don't know if you recall, but in the summer, Peter Dinklage complained because... They didn't use the The depiction of uh, little people was backwards, yeah. Well, over the summer, an image from the set emerged showing Snow White with a racially diverse group of friends. And only one of them was a little person. That set the people off, yeah. the little people off on the other side. So now a new photo. We're back to the uh, more traditional-looking dwarfs. Yeah. But they're not live-action like Snow White is. They're CGI.
3: They're AI dwarfs.
4: Yeah, cool. they really don't look all that great, according to the...
3: By the way, my uh, makeup lady, Annie, does amazing work. Annie told me, if you ever want her for any of your you know, Halloween oh. needs, thing, book her in advance. She's incredible. So Annie and I are talking. She goes, have you seen the AI commercial that's fully AI? All of it's done by a computer. And I had not seen it. So I looked it up. It's a woman, an older woman. You'd you'd never know it wasn't a human being. It's not CGI. It's not cartoony. It's a person. And she's telling a story like something about, I don't remember the context of the whole thing. But in the end, she wants to be young. And she is. And she goes, and Annie's like, my job as a makeup artist on movie sets is over. Like, wow. it's, they've got it. They don't need to ever. And you think to yourself, well, you still have to make a person. For lighting and all that? Not, not at all. You yeah. Don't. Like, any special effect now, they can just take Brady. You're easy. They've already got a built you and just take a picture of you, bring it to life, and then make you do whatever it wants without any makeup or anything else. It was remarkable how real it is. Man. It's crazy. Some
4: independent theaters got into trouble for having an intermission break. For screenings of Killers of the Flower Moon, it's three hours and twenty six minutes. It's
1: yeah, It's long. Did you saw it? Yeah, it's a great Love movie. It. Amazing movie, but it's it's a long one.
4: Studio representatives contact. They contacted one of the theaters um, that did it, and they said they violated their licensing agreement.
3: They're not supposed to cut it in half. Yeah, but the one person too said uh,
4: it, they did an eight minute break, and it was a hit. People liked it. I mean, they.
3: I wouldn't mind Anything. an intermission if I knew it was happening. If it surprised me, I'd be pissed. But if it's like intermission comes up at one point and they're like, "Okay, we're going to take a break in the middle of this movie," I'm fine with that.
0: They Richard Dreyfus back in the day, yeah, they used
3: to always have
4: intermissions. Yeah. yeah. Richard Dreyfus says uh, Steven Spielberg isn't a very good friend. No. He's talking about there's a Broadway play out right now called "The Shark Is Broken," and it's about the <laughs> interplay between Shaw and Dreyfus in the movie. Rumor has it they always said they hated each other. Oh, um, and it was it's co-written by Shaw's son Ian, who uh, was in it. In, and uh, Richard saw they play. Dreyfus and said he didn't like it. He says because there's not a feud between us. Yeah, but uh, it makes me look like a big jerk. And it goes one of the person uh, not a jerk at, at all. I don't know what's going on. Creating the feud was Steven Spielberg.
0: We're gonna need a bigger jerk.
4: He goes, I got enormous respect for him as a director and so forth, but not as a friend.
3: Oh. Bob. Bob. That's all I remember him from What About Bob. Those two were great together, oh. Shaw and Dreyfus. So going good. back well, and forth. He and Bill Murray hated each other in What About Bob. And oh, nobody really? knows who the bigger dick was. Because right. Bill Murray's known for being awful on a set, and Richard Dreyfus is too.
4: Stuart Copeland from Place. Admits that there were times in the final days of the police that he wanted to choke the living life out of uh, yeah. Sting.
1: They hate each other. He says
4: it's amazing, and uh, uh, that we were able to put out five albums during our time. I'm- but the cause of all the tension was Sting wanting to take the music a different direction. He says Sting was looking for a beautiful place to create something serene and moving, and dare I say, intellectual. Yeah. Um, he says for me, it's about burning down the house. Yeah. It's a party. And he goes, but the day that he asked me to uh, change my drumming up a little bit, how I drum right. certain songs, that was... He goes, I, uh, it was a close to hom- Homicide. Yeah. It got you can.
3: We went and saw them a few years ago, and you can feel that they don't like each other on stage. Like, there's something missing. Like, they almost ignore that the other guys are Let's there. Let's just be
4: professional just about this. Just
3: play the hits. People are here for that. They're not having fun. They're playing their music, and... Doing their parts, and you can feel that like it's just not a
0: not a fun group. I can
3: only hear it. Okay, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah,
0: that's right, Gordon. <laughs> I'm Sting. Call me appropriate names.
3: All right, Sting. Hey, Gordon. Gordon. How about asshole? Is that a good name to call you? Because that's what you are. And he what? did finally get to take his uh, music to a beautiful. And place. it was. And he had yeah. hit after hit.
1: Stuart should have followed him. The dude would be, have a lot more money. I didn't. I thought they had more than
0: five albums, but I guess yeah,
3: they wow. didn't. Well, most of it became Sting stuff after because he had four Man, or five that's
0: solos. Crazy. I never liked you, and you don't like me. <laughs> Sorry, Gordon. Gordo. G Man. <laughs> One more. That's it. I'm going to kill him.
3: Yeah, when we saw him, it was like, that was a complete, like, all right, we'll do a tour to see. And that didn't last long. He thought the police
1: were going some three or four. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Like one little set through and we're done. Ah, we're time, ah,
3: no. I heard it. I heard
0: it.
1: It's all over. Oh, by the way, MMP just emailed me and said that they do, they are, uh, it is on it today. Is 10%. On. 10%. Okay. Wear your D-backs gear in there, but uh, 10% off. You got to mention it, though. You got to bring up the special. Yep. That's it for us. Excellent we're, adventure. Oh, yeah. Is that it's starting, starting
3: today? today? Yes. Larry's excellent adventure starts today. So your pay attention to Larry grand. and he's going to get you $3,000. You heard me. Three grand coming out of Larry for the Toyota's excellent adventure. Valley Toyota dealers and Lair Bear handing over three grand for you find out how to win larry's gonna tell you in just a few seconds he's next you guys are uh, uh all through your monday morning get larry give you three thousand bucks and then go to the world series this is a good day go d-backs go d-backs my favorite
0: team ever go d-backs hey, it's not weird
3: it's
5: pretty
2: cool actually no membership means. i have heard enough of this